from the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline to Arizona's Valley of the Sun resides a radio program the world over has been waiting for. Hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. I mean, we're looking up something about something that doesn't exist, and then we're reading a quote that this dude just made up and we're taking it as fact. Rocket. Yahoo Answers, the same place where people ask, I never had sex, can I get pregnant? That's <laughs> the same place. Together, these men will bring you laughter at any cost, even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So put your brains on standby. Sit back and relax. The boys have returned. Lunatic Radio starts now. Bang, let's start the fucking show, eh? Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lunatic Radio show. We are live, live, live. Uh, live number to call in, 718-690-9290. No rocket today. He's off doing dad stuff. Uh, joined in studio by the great Leroy Jenkins. There he is. Go ahead, Leroy. Check, check. Now you're on. <laughs> I always forget to put the microphones on. Uh, yeah, lots to do on today's radio program. We are joined by uh, a man who's uh, very, uh, he looks like uh, Jesus. Legendary musician. <laughs> He's a legendary musician. We call him Brian Zombie. Rob Zombie. <laughs> Brian Zombie. Brian Zombie over there. Nice. Uh, yeah, he's joining us. He's uh, he's going to uh, spill some knowledge on us today. And uh, Brian, are you there? By the way, I'm here. Yeah, he's broadcasting from another portion of the uh, the compound that is very small here. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, there's Brian. Everybody. He's in the shitter right now. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're in the shitter, please flush that motherfucker. Don't clog it. Courtesy, yeah. courtesy flush, right? Courtesy flush. Yeah, Brian. Royal throne. Brian's new to uh, new to the program, new to radio, so this is gonna be fun. But he's got a lot of knowledge about some stuff that I actually have no idea about. So yes, this, is, this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun time. We're gonna we're gonna learn some stuff. We're gonna talk about some. Crazy news on the radio show, and uh, so he's not talking about golf, the Yankees. He's not going to be talking about uh, the Yankees getting uh, swept in Boston this weekend. Oh, no, this, he's on another level, right, Brian? You're on another level. He's frozen. Well, okay. trying to go up to another level, if you want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we all are, right? I guess. I don't know. I mean, um, you haven't. Uh, I don't even know how to begin this. Be honest with you, I don't know how to begin it. Brian, help me out how, how to begin this. Um, let's just go deep, man. What, you know, no intros. We're just going to talk about the down and dirty stuff that we all need to hear. What is the down and dirty stuff that we all need to hear as, as human beings, right? Is that what it is? As human beings, for sure. Because, uh, our whole planet, our whole world is in a process of transformation right now. What are and, we, what are we transforming um, into? within this transformation that want it to go maybe a negative way. But the people have a say in what direction everything's going to go. You're talking about Donald Trump. <laughs> You're not talking about Donald Trump, are you? <laughs> I mean, everyone has their part to play in it. For sure, Donald Trump, you know, as the president of the United States, has a big, pretty big say in what happens. 
Is there? A, but that's not to neglect that we don't have a say in what happens as the people. Is the is the is there a name for the belief system, or that you're going to describe to us on the show today? Um, you could call it transformation. One of the the names that I really resonate with is higher self. Higher self. And, yeah, yeah, higher self. So, you know, a lot of religions have talked about higher self, you know, and so it's it's kind of a common thread through almost all religions. But um, the, the Hindu culture, they have the Atman. I don't know if you ever heard of the Atman, but it's like the higher self within. And then they have Brahman, which is the manifestation of God in the external world. Mm-hmm. And really, those are the same thing. But because of separation, because of what separation is, um, that's kind of been forgotten or misunderstood. And so we all see each other as separate. He's following you. You got that? <laughs> Hold on. I think we need to do some bong, bong riffs in the, <laughs> in the studio here to, to follow. All right. I'm all, I'm all like, hey, why uh, not? I'm all lost. Like things I, are coming at me this way. I'm like trying to put I, the pieces Are together. you talking about other dimensions? Well, you know, that's that's one of the um, myths, if you could call it that. And I'm not saying there's not other dimensions, but we don't even understand the dimension that we're in right now. Oh, that's some fucking trippy shit yeah, right there. Elaborate. Elaborate, <laughs> elaborate on that. Why, why, why don't I understand the dimension that I am? The thing is, we, okay. we think so. so, so because I, just, to bring, just to bring a little entertainment to this, because I like to get out of this dimension. Because I do nothing but fucking right. watch porn it's too fucking hot. and go to work. Like, that's not that much fun. I'd rather go to another dimension where I might be a fucking six foot four and banging some broads. Yeah, right. Have you ever heard of Roger Bannister? No. Who is Roger Bannister? Roger Bannister was the first man to break the four minute mile. The four minute mile, like running. Like running, yeah. But Hmm. um, there was a belief system, a society belief system that said it couldn't be done. A lot of people got close to four minutes, but until Roger Bannister broke that four minute barrier... It was almost like this impossible thing. It just couldn't happen. Right. And interestingly, once he did it, within the next couple of weeks, I think another dozen people did it. So it was like he broke this paradigm that said, you can't break this four-minute mile. And as soon as one person does it, the mm. belief system changes. And suddenly you have a lot of people that have broken the four-minute mile. The high school record is like 358. So high school kids have broken the record now. So it's just a mental hang-up that uh, humans have. Well, yeah, I mean, we put so many limitations on ourselves on a daily basis that we really don't experience this dimension in its fullness. And we're holding ourselves back. You know, we, we act like we blame the world that's holding us back. But really, from the moment we wake up in the morning, we hold ourselves back from our ultimate potential. Yeah, I don't blame the world. I blame myself. <laughs> Every day. Every day I wake up, I blame myself. Well, we- Yourself. I'm not saying it's not about blame. It's about conscious decision. It's about understanding that you have a choice. Yeah, but I also believe that fate has a lot to do with where you are in life. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. I th- how much? How much can I really get out of my own brain? You know what it, I'm saying? It's just it's destiny. Is it, it's just mediocrity? Is, is it fate a, or is it laziness? Lazy, probably lazy. I feel like with most of us, that's hand in hand. Hey, Brian, you think people, human beings are lazy in general? Is that what it is? Like there's no. different levels of humans. Like some humans are like sheep, right? No, it's, it's laziness itself is not even seen for what it is because you're basically always 
acting at a maximum potential. Mm. Everything you see is based on faith and belief fully. You don't see anything that you don't believe in. So it's always maximal, but it's being pointed in the wrong direction. The energy source that we have is being pointed towards having sex, getting alcohol, going to get a job so we can pay for that house, so we can pay for our kids. And you get on the hamster wheel that says, I have to do this. And But who is it that decides what you have to do? It's accumulated through your life from childhood on what I have to do to be a successful person. And that's optional. It's it's the American way, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to put it. And we've been sold a lie. I think, I think, uh, I think Brian's like, are you, he's on the tip of like, like, like trying to change the way the society has looked at a whole, you know? Or we, the, way people, We're gonna the way people look at society, like right? Human, the human race is locked into one belief system of the way things should happen. And Brian's on right. another level. Like he's well, we have to look at it. There are people that study that. I mean, there's people that study mass consciousness. You even have groups of people that are trying to get together 100,000 people to meditate at the same time on a specific <laughs> purpose. To see if our consciousness can change reality. <laughs> I got a funny comment from the chat room. Uh, <laughs> somebody, I, I don't know who this is. Uh, it says, just tuned in. What's going on? Very deep conversation. Did your show get hijacked? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we figured, you know, we got to book some guests. So we figured we'd go with God first. We got to go deep. Me and Kieran need some when, deep. When you when you jump down the rabbit hole, you don't always get to decide where it goes. Yeah. No, it's, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to I, I understand what? Bro, hold on, I got. Oh, oh God man. damn it! I got. I got what things going on here. Dude. Caller coming in. Hold on, here we got a call. Call, you're on the air. What's your name? Where you're from? Fuck you. Oh yeah, oh, that kid. He's back. He's uh, back. I love that guy. He's yeah. the best. Uh, I hope he comes up with something better than just fuck you. I hope he just starts saying the the C bomb every once in a while. Yeah, we we'll just just change it up a little just variety. Baba booey. Yeah. All right. So Brian is here. Brian Zombie <laughs> is here. Brian Zombie, I love and it. And he, he's going to enlighten us. And Leroy and I are minions. Oh yeah, we're we're just when it comes to when it comes to, uh, you know, we're I would say we're not, both open minded. You know, we're both open minded, but our minds can only go so far. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like uh, it's like the you know the our open mindedness goes as far as like a cardboard box. It's like, like the who who determines that. <sighs> I, well, it's. I guess it's. I guess it's us. I mean, it's hard for us to. It feels like you, Brian, uh, zombie. If, <laughs> Brian zombie. I like the Brian zombie. I love, I love, I love that. Shit. I think it fits. Um, I, I feel like you're. Oh, here he is. Oh, no, I'm not gonna answer. Fuck do it, that. do it. I want to give this kid. kid a shot. Nope, I hung up. On oh, him. give him a shot I'm to not redeem gonna himself. Him, I'm not going to let him hijack the show. Brian, don't you think you need to let this kid we're trying to, We're and... trying to learn shit today. I don't care about that little motherfucker right, go ahead. from where the fuck he is. Right, go ahead. Um, so we're going to try to learn about what Brian has in his brain and what he thinks our society is. Uh, we need to adapt to because there's a transformation coming. That's what you're saying. There's a transformation coming. Well, it's, it's not necessarily coming. It's already happening. That's the thing. And, and whether you can recognize it or not is determined by whether you want to look. If, if, you know, if the transformation is already happening, then how do you know? You what are we transforming it? to? Um, I mean, <laughs> if I say love 
you know, that's going to throw off a lot of people because we have all these weird associations with what we've made up love to be, you Mm. know, but really ultimately, if you say the creator of the universe, the uncreated creator behind all creations is love. He's a manifestation of love. And in a way it doesn't always appear on the surface, but everything is a manifestation of that frequency that's called love. And any distorted view of that is separation, is hate, is fear. Because fear is like a child in the bedroom that thinks know. the draperies are going to attack him in the middle of the night. Well, we I all think, know that's not true. I think when you, But anytime you don't see something for what it really is, it's distorted. And that stems from a belief system, the structure of fear. What's going on? When, uh, you, when you when you say, um, <laughs> let me get this straight. I gotta dumb it down a little bit. When uh, for me, when you're saying you're saying if you aren't allowing love into your life, that that's fear. I mean, you could say if you're blocking love, that is a form of fear. You know, if you block the love that people would offer you in a sense, you're afraid to receive it and possibly because you don't believe you're worthy of it. And so as a person, if I don't believe I'm worthy to receive love, then I'm going to block it. I'm going to discount it. As soon as someone performs an act to show me they love me, I'm going to say, no, they don't really love me. They were just doing that to get something out of me. Yeah. Well, and I'll, and I'll, I'll change it so that I don't have to actually, um, address that issue. Whatever the, whatever the issue is that, that fear would block, you know, it has to be, brought to the surface and dealt with. Don't you believe that like humans by nature tend to be uh, coming at other humans from an angle for some kind of, you know, manipulative reason or whatever? Well, some people do for sure. And that's always based in fear. You know, that you would never attack someone unless you were afraid yourself. You would never try to secure something around you to protect you unless you thought something could attack you. Call your so on the air. In a, Hold on. In a sense, you know. Okay, go ahead. Call your on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Yeah, hi. Um, uh, I would like to say to the guy under over the call the show text, I, I would like to say, I hope you choke on a donut, you fat fucking. I would like to say, fuck you. <laughs> that was, that was like, better. That was know. better. That he's was better. He's, he's, better. Getting he's, better. he's getting some words so, out this time. <laughs> let's use that as an example right there. <laughs> all right, let's do it. How old is the kid, first of all? You know what I mean? Let's an- analyze every, that, Brian. Analyze that last comment. Every single that. thing that someone does can be broken down into two things. <laughs> you're either showing love or you're asking for love. Oh, I like right? that. That's so a, is that kid asking for love? Yeah. Probably. I mean, <laughs> obviously his parents aren't watching him. But we can't <laughs> encourage him to be... Uh, contributing in that form right you got to contribute who knows he's got to be you know we got to show the kid love but not have him continue on that kind of behavior like have a better dialogue is that right i tell you what i go on those porn sites that's i'm searching for love okay so this kid who's calling in and and just saying the stupid thing (laughs) he has an immeasurable value within himself that he has to offer the world okay so if you look at every single person as a divine being regardless of what they show on the surface within them the creator placed all that he is within every single person so everyone can allow love or give love by accepting it but you have to accept it for yourself first so this kid who knows who he is could be a very famous person someday he could change the world and yet he's calling a radio station to blab some little smart ass thing and he doesn't know how powerful he is as a human being i think he appreciates right? i don't know i think he well i guess you're right i mean he doesn't know 
He knows he's powerful. He hasn't found it yet. Well, because he, he called in, he got on the air, he made his comments. Are you saying that all humans have an inner magic to them? Um, I mean, you could call it magic because we don't understand it. And anything we don't understand, we like to call magic, but it's a true principle. The truth doesn't need to be defended. It is what it is, regardless of what we say about it. I'm trying to analyze like comments he's made like five minutes ago. Yet he's giving to, to me, me more. To me, that was a comment about like you know fate, destiny. Everything is the way it is. It's just just the way it is. You know? All right. So you're going. Your thesis is the transformation. A thesis. It's just that's that's that. Right. So where are we going? How are we gonna transform? What are what what are we going to? How is it gonna happen? Okay. So. You got to look at the different levels of consciousness. So you start from yourself. That's your individual consciousness. <clears throat> the city that you live in kind of has a group consciousness. Mm. The state that we live in has a consciousness. Our country has a consciousness. This world has a consciousness. Mm -hmm. We call it Gaia. Gaia. Who's you know, Gaia? We, yeah, Gaia is, you know, the term for the earth. It's like the personality name that we've given to the earth. Gaia. Two Gaias, three and, Gaias. And Gaia actually is a consciousness on a certain Sanjaya? way. San Gaia? Who gave that term? I don't get it because, like, I've never. I heard don't that know term. where it came from. That'd be interesting. We could look that up, though, and I'm sure uh, that's got to be. We could figure out. But regardless of what name attached to it, it is what it is. You know, Indians have worshipped the earth as nature. Um, we rely on the earth for everything that sustains us. Our mm. food, our water comes from the earth. So, in a sense, this being called Gaia supports us. And if we don't respect it and we trash it, then we're not going to have a very good experience on this earth. And that's part of what we're experiencing right now is we haven't necessarily respected it for quite a long time. And do you see that changing, Brian? Absolutely. Because it's our choice. And that's what, you know, we act like we have to learn how to be creators. We have to learn how to be enlightened beings. We already are. We're just not using it properly. We have to see we just how we're creating the world as it is right now. And realize that we have the choice to change it. Every single person contributes to that. How do we, how do we, what should we do? I know what it is. What it is? It? Who's that guy that was on the Entourage, the lead character in Entourage? Fucking Ari Gold? No, the other guy, the lead guy. Was, oh, the fucking guy, the uh, good looking dude. Yeah, whatever his name is. He, he decided one. to mm. do this campaign about trying to get rid of straws. Straws? Just straws. Like fucking straws. That's it. Just straws. No more straws. Out. Yeah. You use the straw to don't drink. Don't use a straw. You don't need a fucking straw. Uh -huh. Just drink out of the cup. That was his campaign? Basically, it's to eliminate straws. Because those straws end up in, you know, the ocean and you don't break down Waste. and stuff like that. So he started small by just eliminating one thing. Mm. That's his campaign, trying to get everybody to get rid of straws. It's really embarrassing when you come up with a campaign. I can't imagine him going into a board <laughs> meeting going, you know what, guys? This is what I want to do. Hey, Starbucks dropped them. I want to get rid of fucking straws. <laughs> well, he's, and, and people are just going to go, what the like, Who the f What? Well, straws. I mean, why not? So let me, let me throw out a couple of principles. And this isn't just me. You know, a lot of people believe this. How and many if you people, look at it, you can kind of see it. How many people? Societies determine the shape and form of its government. Societies. Say that again. Societies determine the shape and form of its government. Mm. So even if you look at the 13 colonies, mm. when they formed the Declaration of Independence, they constructed the government that they wanted to be under instead of the tyrannical rule of King George III. And they made this document and said all the reasons why 
George, King George III was not fit to be their ruler, to be their leader. And they said, we declare our independence. The 13 states, if you want to call them that, declared their independence in 1776, right? July 4th, 1776. And by doing that, our whole society that we know as America was formed. And that document and the Constitution determined how we live, how our laws are, how our how we're taxed, how the infrastructure is built, all the streets, all the buildings, everything is built according to a blueprint. Right. Okay. And, and we determine that. So societies determine the shape. They determine that blueprint and they form its government. We literally set up the government of this judicial branch, this legislative branch. There's going to be a president. You know, there was a time when they actually wanted to make George Washington a king. And if that went through, then we'd have a monarchy on this country. But they didn't. At that time, the people determined they didn't want a king. They right. wanted a president. They wanted democracy. They wanted what's uh, uh, what's principle number two? Change society, and you change the government. Change society. So are you like a like uh, Ron Paul revolution? Uh I don't know. I, I, th- I mean, I've heard of Ron Paul. I don't know what he stands for. I don't know what his campaign is. But, well, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's but we're already he's... transforming. That's the, it's not about oh, yeah, wanting it's, it's... to transform something. We're already doing it. We just don't see who's leading us and what they're leading us into. Are you talking about like our American society and how like divisive we are and how everything is far either far left or far right? I think kind he's... Of, yeah, everyone has a choice in that, though, don't they? You know, I mean, you can tune into CNN or you can tune into ABC. Everyone has a choice in what voice they want to follow. Or you can tune them out and, tune them out and stay in ahead. the middle. Or you can tune them out. You can tune all of them out. I rarely watch the news. I rarely even listen to the radio Because that's anymore, manipulation. Because I want to choose consciously what ideas are being fed into my mind. Right. But you're, you're speaking on a whole different level than... Like, you're talking about... Um, you should. We should change as a society, not even at like, uh, like individually. I think. Yeah, is what he's saying. Like it's a deeper level. You're not talking about Republicans sure. and Democrats. No, I think he's talking well, about you. Okay, so some people go and get their hair changed, and they buy a new outfit, and they're, you know, even goes far as buying a new car and a new house, and they think they've transformed themselves. And on a physical level, oh, you've transformed you yourself, but. You just that's that. just changing the appearance of something. You haven't transformed the blueprint of who you are just because you put on a different hat today. Or, or bought a new Kia Forte. But the blueprint that you've chosen right? all along the way through your life, and I'm going to say it even previous lives, if you go that way or not. Mm. I mean, you know, th- that's that's kind of a very um, debatable subject. If we even had a previous life, do we go somewhere after this life? Everyone has all their different views on that. And, um, you know, you can study karma and how you brought things with you to this life that you experienced in the last life. And now those are affecting you. Okay. So, okay, go ahead. I'm I'm getting, I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out where we're going. Um, what the fuck? All right. So (laughs) we're, we are, uh, hold on. I got a caller here. Uh, Come on. Where's my, where's my thing? Call you're on the air. Call you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, listen, I'm sorry I called in and said all that stuff. Okay. Your apology is accepted. Hey, where are you, where are you from? Tennessee? 
Um, yeah, I'm from. No, I'm, I'm from. I'm actually from um, Virginia. Nice. Mm-hmm. West Virginia. Um, I would just like to say something about the guy with a very long beard. Yeah. Um, I hope you shave it because it's really long, and I think you would look more handsome with it uh, shaved. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, thank you, sir. That's that not going to happen. Yeah, he's not going to. Okay, sh- and I would just like to say something before I put the phone um on the hook. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just like to say, fuck you, asshole. Hey, you know look, he reacted to what I said. Yeah. About having him, him, he realized a little bit of his power right there. He has more to, to put out that's meaningful yeah. than just calling and saying, so, you know, right there, there's a perfect example. You of just taught him something. Digging a little deeper and finding something that they have inside themselves to offer. The right. The only problem. Right. No, no, he's, no, let me, let me say, because we didn't have a connection with him. I found, I found that little bastard annoying as fuck last week when he called in and just said fuck you and hung up but now he endeared himself to us now there's a relationship because he made an, uh, a conscious effort to say some more words and actually have a thought to share with us yeah. now Which, now we have a connection we're transforming i'm figuring <laughs> it out now yeah it's happening right now yeah see this guy this kid that's calling on though he he's still got that you know he's got to do the zinger at the end you know what i mean oh yeah but you know what that kid has it's an entertainment and i hope that he knows that you know what we show on the appearance is not very much when you're walking down the street and you see a bum on the side of the street you don't know their story you don't know who they were and why they got there and so it's not really even up to us to determine why their path led them to where they are. But we do have an ability to show love to everybody, no matter what they're showing us on the surface, and look at them as a divine being. This is a divine manista- manifestation of the creator. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Do you think that other people have that same kind of vision about you? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot, everybody is judgmental, right? Human sure. beings by nature are judgmental. So there, and they have, everybody has their own beliefs. I believe that people should have their own beliefs, live and let live is what I believe. Like, you know, you, you choose what you want to do in life. That's your choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to be the one to try to stop you from doing what you're doing or to encourage you to do more. That's your choice in life. But other people, and by forces of like outside forces such as religion or society or whatever have a predetermined opinion about other people based on those things like if you're if you are in a certain religion that means this you know and i'm i'm guilty of the same thing uh <laughs> well okay so we all <laughs> inherit certain beliefs because of the family we were born into mm. or because the religion that we belong to we kind of inherit a certain set of beliefs but as we come of age we get to decide for ourselves are we going to continue following those beliefs or are we going to decide to go in a different direction right like and I so you see people that come from like you know a household where alcohol was abused and they want to escape they don't want to repeat the pattern with their family and so they escape it and they become very um, successful people. Yeah. They're college educated and they escape the pattern. And so that's what the transformation is about, is deciding no matter what's happened up until this point in the past, I still get to decide who I am and what I want to be in this journey of life. 
So it's like and nothing a, can stop that. So the transformation is just like literally just keep on trying to be a better person. Hold on, it, I got a I, I, I got a call coming in. Uh, call, you're on the air. What's your name? Where you're from? Actually, to be honest, I've been watching y'all show since 2015, and I would like to say you guys so good off the radio. <laughs> and I would just like to say, if you would like to. Um, if you would like to be a good person, you need to show it, okay? Thank you for calling my dick. <laughs> there you go. If you want to be a good person, show it. Like if, it. if a fucking person just, just, just went from like a piece of shit to like, I want to invite them over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> we just transformed a human being, guys. I did. We did, see? Brian? Did, well, and, and to be honest, we didn't transform. That was already there. Yeah. That was already inside of him. It just, it just didn't come out for fucking some reason. Fucking Brian Zombie why, why just didn't brought come that out. out? Before? Yeah, he just brought that out of that person. You just brought that out of that person. <laughs> we had nothing to do with it. We thought that little bastard was a prick last week. <laughs> now we love him. So you said something earlier. So basically, you know, we're supposed to try to be a good person, you know, and that's like uh, um, an intention. So we have this thing called intention. Mm -hmm. I intend to go do this today. I intend to be this kind of person. And that's really um, it can be done much more consciously to set intentions of what you want to be. And you read books, The Law of Attraction, The Power of Intention. There's people that have mastered these principles where you can consciously take these ideas, these frameworks, and build them into your life so you have more choice in what you experience on a moment-to-moment basis. Mm. Who's that guy that you... So that's the power of it, right? Go ahead, Lou. Who's that guy on Netflix that you're watching? Tony Robbins? Tony Robbins. It's like a Tony Tony Robbins Robbins. deal, right? He's like Tony Robbins with a beard. Well, do you know how Tony Robbins started? No, go ahead. I don't know. It was it was basically um, there's a thing in hypnotism. You guys familiar with the history of hypnotism at all? <sighs> Not the history. We know what it is. Yeah, yeah like, well, you know. You know. Well, have you heard of neuro linguistic programming? No. <laughs> okay, neuro linguistic programming was. Did he used to by play for the Mets? Richard Bandler <laughs> and uh, John Grinder. Tony Robbins knew those guys in the very beginning when neuro-linguistic programming was being set up. And he became a neuro-linguistic programmer. He studied the art of making suggestions to other people and them accepting them and changing. So he's, he's a transformation artist. He knows how to help people transform by offering suggestions to their mind. And he knows how to bypass all the critical factors mm-hmm. that people you know people allow fear to get in the way they allow you know their family members to get in the way they allow life to get in the way and he shows them how to bypass that right Tony Robbins that's what that's what neuro, yeah that's what neuro linguistic programming is that's how he became great at what he does I need I need some of that at it. I need some of that neuralistic program yeah. you know what that is it's like weed <laughs> and, and I think he's developed you know his his style now is is different that's how he started though you know, neuro-linguistic programming. And who knows what else he studied at the time to, to do this. You know, he has his own transformation story. But, you know, you look at people like that and what they're doing, and they're able to attract to themselves whatever they want. Billions of dollars, helicopters, I got money, a, houses, hey, Conor traveling. Conor McGregor, the UFC guy. I got another call coming in. Hold on uh, a sec. Hold that same though. fucking kid, right? <laughs> now you're mad at him. Call you on the air. What's the name where you're from? Jeanette Garcia is a lunatic weather woman, okay? Yeah, but she's hot as shit. Okay. But she, you get it, lunatic, because you're a lunatic radio? <laughs> you are a lunatic radio show. <laughs> we should have her on the show. 
What's the dude's name? I don't know. I think it's a guy. This guy's the best. I think he's like a 12-year-old kid. Uh, he's gone. All right, go ahead. Proceed with the... Uh, what are we on? Neurolinguistic? You got to find... A, you asked the kid. Well, callers. That's, that's just one one way of looking at it. There's a, just like, um, you know, we talked about our government has a blueprint. Your consciousness has oh, a blueprint. Oh, shit. The government? Yeah, the God government. Fucking government. Hold me down. <laughs> they have a blueprint. Do well, you, and, are you and sure? Are you sure this, they have a the blueprint? government... Believe it or not, studies these things I'm talking about in great detail. Oh yeah, because they own the media company. Mind control. Well, I don't know if the government owns them, Mind. but whoever owns media companies mm-hmm. studies these principles because they realize that if they say a message a certain way and if they play a certain type of music with it, you're going to remember it and you're going to go out and buy that product that they want you to buy. Are you? Uh, yeah. So it'll like kind of like as subtly hypnotizing society. Oh, for sure. Think about when you're sitting in a movie theater and you're in that nice recliner seat that they got, mm. you forget that you're in a movie theater if right. that movie's really good. You're so absorbed in it, it's almost an out-of-body experience. And then I then I forget oh. about a lot of things when I get the blowing from the girl sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She brings you back. Yeah, brings me back. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. The, you know, the, the, the way like like Trump, for example, is doing the same thing with the minions that follow him. He just says, we need to build a wall. Uh, you know, or he says everything's great, and everybody's like, "Okay, they, they yes, all, everything's great." They all do it. They all do it from both sides. Yeah, right. So, in order for that wall to go up, a lot of things have to happen. Group consciousness has to accept it. The people have to accept it, and so they have this whole agenda of how they roll out these plans to accomplish that. And you can look at it manipulation. You know, they're manipulating people. But regardless of how much someone tries to manipulate you, you have a choice to accept or reject what they're trying to manipulate you. And so if you can understand how manipulation works, the map of consciousness, how does consciousness work, how are suggestions fed into our minds and accepted, then you can start to take control of your own life and not be manipulated by those sources. And that's that's kind of my thing is we want this transformation to happen on the whole planet. Mm. We're in charge of it. No one's going to do it for us. The government is not going to take charge and, and transform our planet for us. You know what I got? They're gotta, just not going to do it. I, the, the biggest, They're not in a position to do it. The biggest issue I have with all this stuff, conversation, basically, is that I'm 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 like uh, midway through the life. I'm on the back nine, right, Kieran? Yeah, you're. You know you're, what I mean? You're making the turn. You're getting a fucking. You're getting a hot dog at the turn of yeah, life. I'm coming down the hill. Right. Like kind of rolling down. And by the way, you're shooting a terrible score. (laughs) Right. I'm like (laughs) double bogey in this shit. Yeah, you're fucking way over far. (laughs) But what I'm saying is um, there's not a lot of time for me to try to figure this shit out, you know? I don't think. I don't think there is. And it could be laziness. You you could say that two ways. You could say, well, I don't have a lot of life left, so, you know, how do I figure this all out? Or... (laughs) There's some things coming in our very near future, and if we don't figure it out, it's not going to be pretty. Well, it's not going to be pretty either way. But what's they, go- yeah, now? Brian just touched on something, but yeah, that but that's a thing we have over young kids. Like young kids coming up, they they're never going to have the wisdom that we have now. They're fucking playing their video games and their Facebook and yeah, they're going to be dumber as fuck, dude. All they're going to know is Call of Duty. Who gives a shit? What kind of life skills is that giving you? Nothing. I mean, interact. They interact with folks on a fucking video screen. It's, it's, it's. Wait, I want to know right now, it, it, Brian. The way the way you're supposed to develop as a human being is that once you get older, you're more wiser. Yeah, and well, that's the way it should be. None of us can, right? Pre- none of us can predict what's coming, right? 
Brian has well, a whole. Well, kind of that's kind zombie. of a trap door right there. We we sit there and we wait for something to happen because we say, I have to wait for life to happen. We create life. We decide when it happens. Yeah, positive, negative, or neutral, right? Well, we yeah, but we decide when the apocalypse happens. Oh, there I just said it. I don't believe. Oh, there's an apocalypse. <laughs> Hold on, John Casella checking talk about in. about the apocalypse because oh. there's a lot of ideas surrounding the apocalypse that make it seem very, very scary. And you know, I I think a lot of aspects of it are pretty scary. But the apocalypse simply means the uncovering, mm. the uncovering of the truth. Ooh. Right, now, so now we're, now anytime gonna... you uncover the truth, people that want to hold on to these lies, they don't want to let go, and that's why the fight occurs. Because they don't want to let go of the lie that they've been selling, which has been giving them billions and trillions of dollars and everything they want at the cost of everybody else. They don't want to let go of that. I know who you're talking about now. You're talking about like the Koch brothers and like George Soros and those kind of guys. I'm talking about anyone that knowingly takes advantage of another person it's everybody. and takes something from them. There's a lot of people that do that. I would say a the majority of people. of people do that. There's, there's a lot there. of people and there's I think there's some distinct groups that are trying to um, make wars continue. Of course. All right, explain to us your belief there, Brian. Of course Brian. they do. When, when is the apocalypse coming? What, what is the apocalypse? What, 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 how is it going to happen? Well, the apocalypse is happening. It's already happening, you know. Subtly? It's the uncovering. It's the transformation kind of, it doesn't want to happen. Specifically? Uh, people don't want to let it happen, I should say. <laughs> the, the transformation of the world wants to happen, but people are stopping it by resisting it. And so we do that in a lot of ways. We do we it just changing. unconsciously. We do it. Yeah, consciously we resist changing. But we're afraid of change. Right. We, we say we want to change, but then we're afraid of change. So, so our own internal conflict is part of the overall conflict because our individual consciousness feeds into the group consciousness. And if the individual consciousness is conflicted, guess what? So is the group consciousness mm. because it's made up of all the individual consciousness. You have to change it There's internally. A lot of Every single person has to accept uh, their own apocalypse, their own uncovering of the truth within themselves, Sorry. Sorry. essentially. Does that make sense? Yeah, I thought that was the... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think... Hold on. It's hard to make sense of. It really is. You know when, you know when like, your air conditioning unit just kicked out? <laughs> to, to figure this stuff out. It was like my brain just... To just, just I, I need somebody <laughs> to repair it. Your brain tried to go somewhere else because it didn't want to face that. Couple feedbacks coming in from the chat room. Uh, uh, John Casella checking in. Leroy's at the dog leg of life. Uh, Robbie Anderson checking in. Kieran looks like Chip Chippison. That's an inside joke from another podcast, which is very, very great. Um, uh, and John Casella just checking in. That was a lot of consciousnesses. <laughs> Did I stutter? That was a lot of conscious. Like uh, yeah, uh, I, I think this show. I think this show. I wouldn't. I, sh I should have been a little bit more prepared and sparked a couple dubs, <laughs> and I would have been ready, man. I don't. I don't smoke weed, but I feel well, like I should have smoked let, let's weed. Let's make it more fun because we need to talk about aliens and how they play into this. Oh, today? Shit. Wait. So hold up. I'm waiting. Wait, wait for let's, the apocalypse. Let's oh, wait a minute. The aliens are part of the apocalypse. Okay. The, from, Absolutely. Let's uh, let's right. summarize quickly. So from what I gather. Uh, there's a we need we're transforming as like a human race, right? And the transformation is correct me if I'm wrong, Brian. The transformation is a lot of people are uh, kind of fighting against the transformation that we're doing almost subconsciously, 
And when we're fighting against the transformation, it is bringing forth the apocalypse at a more rapid pace. Is that, am I close? Well, yeah, I mean, in a sense, you can collapse time. You can collapse the need for time. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. We're, co we're collapsing time now. It's like when oh, you... Oh, yeah. You gotta... You can't... Time is relative, right? The theory of relativity, Einstein talked about that kind of stuff. Time, as we understand it, is part of the construct that we've created for ourselves See? to know ourselves through. I needed to do... And it's, it's very useful. I'm not saying time isn't useful, but it's constructed and everyone experiences it differently. So it's not like a 100% same thing for everybody. You can even take tr drugs that completely alternate the way you perceive time. What about uh, colors? People don't perceive <laughs> colors. colors the same. Colors, man. Absolutely. Like, well, they don't. Like you see this is People red. People don't taste the same things. You can eat True. the same food and it tastes different to different people, right? Kieran I mean, can't taste. I don't know how you'd Kieran know that, but Kieran can't I only taste know what you it. taste. He doesn't like or salmon. What you sense. He fucking hates salmon. He says salmon tastes like dog ass. Yeah, it does taste like <laughs> dog ass. Not that I know what dog ass tastes yeah, like, but salmon. I mean, we're barely scratching the surface of what transformation really is. I mean, we're, you know, barely scratching the surface of how it occurs. So, yeah, but I'm still, like, kind of confused about, like, what are we, why are we transforming and what are we transforming to? According to, you know, your thought process, I don't know. Part of the, part of the limiting belief that we have to go beyond is that we need to transform into some certain thing, and that's where the media comes in because for thousands of years, I'm not just talking like our currently media. For thousands of years, we've been told by people in power who we're supposed to be. Right. And you think about like the burning, you know, the burning of the stakes, whatever Joan of Arc type of stuff. You know, these people started having psychic abilities. They started seeing the future. They started channeling energy. And so they lit them on fire in a public display. And that changes the society yeah. because the society is now fearful. Even if they are having these kind of experiences, they're not going to come forward with them because you're going to get lit on fire. So you say, you know, what? I'm just going to keep this to myself. Right. And eventually you forget you even have certain abilities. <clears throat> I have no abilities, so I'm good. You know what I mean? <laughs> like nobody's gonna you'd come. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised at how many abilities you actually. Oh, I'm have. sure I do, but I, I, you know, like it's like you know, time. It's the time uh, constraint like continuum. Type like of thing. Uh, like uh, Brian Zombie said before. I think he was talking about people searching for love. I think uh, Leroy is searching for love. He's searching for acceptance, and that will help you grow, Leroy. I don't have an answer to that one. Yeah. Why, why would aliens be such, such a secret thing? Think about that. Why, are why is there so much secrecy? Okay, let's alien? think. Of, why are aliens such a? Well, first you gotta you gotta come to the decision of whether or not you believe our aliens. Yeah, because it could not, it could not even be aliens. It could be just governmental projects. But that, for the for the sake of uh, the radio show, Leroy and I will take the fucking leap and go. Yeah. You know what? We believe in aliens. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. We believe in them. So why okay. are they hitting? Let's let, now. That's the question. Why are they hidden from us? Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert on this, but I'm just going to tell you what I've seen and what I've heard and what I'm looking at, because I think we we're we're all at different levels of investigating this thing, right? And some people hmm. are like, I just don't care. I don't really care if there's aliens or not. That's yeah, fine. I don't give a fuck. But if there are, there's some pretty huge um, things that it changes if they are real. If and aliens so, are real, okay. You know, the Roswell cr crash in the mid '40s. Okay, that was probably one of the biggest, most well-known cover-ups or, or beliefs that there was a cover-up about the aliens is Roswell. 
And historically, the reason that some people believe that there was a lot more sightings and it became such a big thing is because we started launching or, or blowing up nuclear weapons. So these beings from outer space that are more advanced than us, that, are, that have already transformed way beyond what we are, mm. um, they see us here on this little planet blowing it up with these huge bombs and they start showing up to check it out. And, and you may not believe this, but we have weapons. The government has weapons. The secret underground weapon corporation, conglomerate, whatever you want to call them, has weapons that can shoot these things out of the sky and they track them and shoot them down and recover them. And then they take these craft and these beings and they study them for their own purposes and it's all kept silent and secret. Why? <clears throat> why would that be such a big because secret? Because let's just hypothetically hypothetically, if that really happened, why would why would you want to keep that a secret? I would imagine you're going for uh they're a part of a investigation. A higher network of control. Like a like a like an Illuminati type thing. Oh, absolutely. I think it's it's definitely intertwined with the Illuminati, which, again, very secretive organization mm. that, you know, um, Illuminati started. Let's see when the Illuminati started here. <laughs> founded by Adam Weishaupt at Ingestalt University in Bavaria, Germany on May 1st, 1776. Okay, I'm not saying there weren't other secret societies before Wait, what year, 1776, what year, you know, but the Illuminati was formed in Bavaria, a group called the Illuminati, mm. in 1776. Mm. And mm. they didn't have U.S. Postal Service back then. Mm, no shit. So no, if you no wanted to send FedEx. a secret package, you're going to hire a courier mm. to transport it between your organization, right? Well, so this guy was riding his horse. Uh, I don't know the date, but he was riding his horse, and he was approaching this university Ingolstadt University and a bolt of lightning comes down and knocks him off his horse and kills him. So the authorities show up and pick up this guy and he's got this package still. Mm -hmm. And so they start going through this package and these letters and there's people talking about committing murder and make it, making you know mm. poisons and, and they're trying to control the society around right. that area. And they think they're above the government, they're above the people, they can do whatever they want. And so they form these alliances, they form these secret under underground groups and on the surface they might make it look like oh we're just studying religion but they get behind the closed doors and now they're planning who they're going to murder next or take out if they don't fit into their agenda that's the illuminati that's human nature mm. well maybe yeah and you know what else yeah, but that's like the story about the guy who invented the engine uh that ran on water and then uh, apparently as legend has it he was poisoned at a at a restaurant and he died Right. And they but don't why? have an engine that runs why off. Why would that happen? Because that's what we got to learn how to look at. Why? Why would all this stuff happen? Because what, what's being protected that's so valuable that's worth murdering people over? Well, it's the, our power source. The oil. Secrets, man. It's the oil. It's the, it's the gas. Power. It's it's, uh, it's control. It's the uh, well, it's our economy that needs to be. You're protected. going in the right direction. Yeah, if you're yeah. looking at the source of where it comes from, because oil and gas is huge. The banking industry mm, so is we, threatened. The medical industry is right. threatened by all the huge billion dollar type of corporations are threatened by the technology that they're hiding themselves they're right. keeping it hidden because it threatens their own agenda mm. right it's like if you find a cure like did they really want to find a cure for aids or cancer or something like that because that's big business or the opioid <laughs> epidemic yeah, yeah. Like pharmaceuticals yeah, so right pops up that threatens it. They yeah. just either discredit it through the media right you know in the late 1800s chiropractics was illegal 
Right. <laughs> Why would chiropractic be illegal? Because they didn't it, want people to get healed, and so they made it illegal. Or they just didn't understand it. You know, they sincerely didn't want people to get hurt. And that's what they say. Oh, we don't want people to get hurt by snapping their necks, so no one's legally allowed to practice chiropractic. I mean, that, if was, you, that was 100 years ago. Right. If you, if you discover something that's a cure for something that is uh, – that has generated a giant industry of business, but yet you discover a cure that will eliminate that business, that cure's not coming. <laughs> that cure's gonna get buried. Like, yeah, or, good for you, or Johnny. Or it's not buried, they'll just go buy the technology from you and they'll put it on a shelf. Right. Because they have nearly unlimited money, so the person that invented it makes out rich, but none of the society doesn't get a benefit from it because so they'll stop that from happening. So you're actually almost putting out the idea that there possibility that there could be like cures for cancer or a way to, uh, you know, live a, a life or ha have a society without that's not dependent on the banking system or oil or, or gas or all that. That's what you're that's the kind of tip you're on. I mean, or that yes. You know, yes. Yeah. But I mean, we, we, we obviously started off bartering and trading stuff. So we're always going to have some way of exchanging goods and services, whether we're using paper currency, coin currency, digital currency, it doesn't matter. We're always going to have some way of valuing our services and our goods and, and exchanging those. I got a call you coming know. in. Hold on a second. Oh, well, you hung up. So don't worry about it. Go ahead. Um, okay, so another thing you got to look at with the oil. Okay, the oil is worth a lot of money itself. Mm. Right? So if, if we have this technology where we don't need oil, we don't need public utilities, we don't need nuclear power plants necessarily. There's some higher technology that replaces that. When the oil goes away, you also have to look at money that's traded on the oil reserves in the ground. That's hundreds of trillions of dollars. Mm. And so if the oil is no longer valuable, not only did you lose the value you would have made off of selling the product itself, but the leverage against it also goes away. That's hundreds of trillions of dollars. Right. Yeah. So, you know, imagine, like you said, human nature. I don't like calling it human nature because I think human nature is good. But it's corrupted call nature, it nature, nature would murder people yeah. to to keep that control, to keep that level of control. There's no, there's and they don't, they don't do it themselves. The people in command aren't the ones pulling the trigger. They send their goons out and they pay them some cash to go take care of it because right. they're cowards. There's, there, so I think what, what Brian Zombie's describing is that there's an ultimate power that when something is, comes up against it that they feel is a fucking threat to the way things are, that shit is just going to be eliminated and no one's really even going to notice it. There's good, there's evil, there's a bunch of different sins. That I'm just can... trying to figure out if my brain's working. Okay, here, <laughs> here's another thing. Okay, that's on a global scale, right? Mm. Everything that you can see on a global scale also relates on an individual scale. I got one so in our own consciousness, we have secrets. We keep secrets. We're afraid. We're so afraid to look into certain areas of our mind or certain areas of our heart because we're so afraid of what's going to be there. If we go there, we're just going to be terrifying. Mm. And we're not worthy of it. Yeah. And so, in a sense, the global shift has to happen away from people doing that. But we have to shift on an individual level and be able to look at the things that we're frightened of. Because if we want to overcome fear, then we have to work at it and overcome fear. we got to look at it. And so when we look at these huge, large-scale operations and try to determine... Who is this Illuminati? Who are these secret groups? Who is this shadow organization? Right. Part of the process is us looking at ourselves and are we supporting that ourselves? 
And if we are, then we can change that or we need to change that. We need to change how we're supporting this because like I said, from the moment you wake up, you are accepting this by what you do. You ever so thought about choice. like maybe the fact that may, what you ever thought about like the from the from the angle maybe that what if the Illuminati doesn't exist and where are we at then? It, it, does that does that eliminate like if, for your if they for don't this, exist for this way of still th things that are happening in, in organizations hmm. that you know why are we killing so many people? Hmm. What, what's all the death count for? Why are there so many people going missing? Wait, I mean, why is there so much poverty? You're, when you're, we have hundreds of trillions of dollars in oil reserves. Why do we still let people go hungry? All that, you know, world. Well, it's just you know, a lot of fucking people stuff. in this you're world. You're asking why death occurs. You know what I mean? What's that? Mm. You're asking why death occurs, and I mean that's just human nature. In a sense, we it, choose it in in a certain way. Everybody lives and dies throughout history. This is you might say that people come back in time. You know, you're alive, you're dead. Yeah, you well, live and you're dead. But think about it. Bada if boom. people don't have the belief that they're evolving towards something, then there's not really a purpose in this life. So they just do whatever they want because you're just going to die and go wherever you go anyway. So what's the purpose of well, that's making the, these harder choices that's, that's that basis, ultimately benefit you? That's the basis, they're harder to make. Isn't that the basis of like religion? Uh, Robbie Anderson checking in from the chat room. Uh, <laughs> Brian Zombie needs to get a tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and that's that's a perfect point right there. Society has trained us not to say these kind of things mm. because we look crazy if we say them. Right. That is part of the conditioning that the media has done to us, that even people that really have had encounters with aliens, they can't come out and talk about it because, oh, they should be wearing a tinfoil hat. That's just pure ignorance, whoever that dude is. Right. And but, he needs to take a look in the mirror. Right. No, but but. <laughs> But or, or he was just being funny. It, it actually or is. Or he just being funny. Yeah, I, no, just, it, you know, it, no, I know. I Brian, like to challenge things for, because I think they're important to challenge. I don't I'm think. Not I don't think Brian's me. mad at him at all. Uh, but uh, God, I just lost up my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're gonna need like you're this way of thinking, Brian. Right? Is gonna be always looked at as like okay, these people are nuts. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna need. Millions upon millions upon millions of you're gonna need continents of people to start thinking this way, in in order to have some sort of actual movement towards that way of thinking. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and the movement's already happening. It's just a matter: are people brave enough and have the courage themselves to take a look at it, to take an honest look at the evidence that's coming forward from high-level officials within the government that have been involved with unacknowledged special access programs. You may or may not have heard that term before. Uh, if you've ever turned into Dr. Stephen Greer, you'll, you'll hear about unacknowledged secret access programs. And the whole system that operates is unacknowledged. And when the President of the United States or CIA directors try to find out answers to this, they get stonewalled and they get told, you don't need to know about this project that's going on. The President of the United States, the CIA director, wow. J2, get stonewalled. Is that, I mean, is that absolutely true or we don't know? That's absolutely Everyone true. needs to do their own investigation. You know, no one should believe one single word out of my mouth right. or anyone's mouth for that matter. Do your own investigation. That's what's important is for people to look at the evidence themselves. We're very intelligent people. We can decide for ourselves. I don't need someone to tell me what to think. I don't need someone to prove something to me. If, if I believe it in, 
you know, if I've looked at it long enough and say, okay, I don't know what's going on fully, but there's something going on and I'm going to keep looking until I find it yeah. and I won't stop till I find it. Cause belief is like a strong, it's, it's a dangerous thing. If you have a strong conviction and belief, that means mm-hmm. you're very closed minded. You're not open to like listening to other things. I think. Mm-hmm. But I'm closed-minded, and I think I'm open-minded. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, I could, I like, like what Brian Zombie just said. I mean, I could do all sorts of research and blah blah blah, and, and find try to find out if things are true with the government conspiracies and this and that. And I come to the determination that, in my mind, I think there is a like some sort of conspiracy. I still ultimately could be wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so even if we are wrong and we say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to meditate, I'm going to try to make this world a better place. I'm going to try to look for these signs and and improve my life. Mm. Regardless if it's true or not, we improve our lives. Okay, so and so if we head in a direction where okay. life is improving, then we're accomplishing our goal. This is what I want to understand real quick, Brian. You're talking about figuring out these things on your own to improve your own individual life personally. Right? Well, but, but yeah, you change your personal life. You've just changed society. Are I mean, you not a part not, of society? Not quite. Not no, quite. No, I get, I get what he's saying, though. And if everybody does. If everyone do did it at the same time, there right. would be a massive change. And it that would happen very quickly. And that would be the transformation? You can't. Right. You can't. Fuck, I finally got it. Uh, <laughs> it took me so long. It takes a while to get to it. I've been studying this <laughs> stuff for, shit. for a while. And it so it'll me, make your head swim. It took me like a fucking hour to you, get that you can't make an individual i don't think you should try to make individual leaps and bound changes like that in order to i don't know create a new world right because you're you're setting yourself it should up be for methodical f- it doesn't have to be like a blind jump it can definitely be very methodical and planned out and you know where you're going that's the difference right now you don't really know where you're going next week or next month or next year, because we have no idea what's going to happen. Hmm. We have no idea if someone's going to fly a plane into a building again and the whole freaking state or country shut down again. You know, and they know how right. to use those tools against us to put us into a frantic, to put us into a scare, to manipulate us into saying, go get the enemy. And we don't even know, we haven't even verified who the enemy is yet. Everybody. And the whole country's saying, yeah. go get them, because the media tells us what they want us to know. And who knows if that's a true story or not? That's the problem. Well, right now, everybody's the enemy, and we're the enemy of in everybody. This, in your beliefs, everyone. Is, in, in what yeah. you believe in or what you might think is true or could happen or whatever, do you believe that there's an alien being that's in cahoots with the higher powers on this planet, like Illuminati type, who can, can uh, to, to process the transformation of the human race? Is that what you're saying? I would say that there are two types of beings, oh. beings that follow love, beings that follow fear. You can only operate out of one of those mechanisms at a time. You can't operate out of love and out of fear. So when people tune into a frequency, if you want to call it that, like you think you go in your car, you want to hear a certain radio station. Mm. You, you know how to tune that station to hear the music that you like. Mm-hmm. Okay. So on a consciousness level, we are tuning into frequencies. Mm-hmm. We are a frequency being. And that, I mean, that kind of sounds weird to use that vocabulary. We don't talk like that very often. But literally, our body is a biological neuron firing, electron exchanging frequency device. Barely. Our, right. our computer is a device or our, our body is a, a computer just, type of device. It's, you know, it's a biological computer in a sense. Uh, okay. And everything yeah. that we interact with is 
giving out frequencies. We tune into stuff. Okay. This is, this is a hard conversation to understand the meaning of no, what it. you can do with that information. So you asked, are these beings working with the Illuminati? Right. Oh, this like a, like a, like a, an alien, alien meaning we don't know who they are. Well, these, some of these beings aren't even physical. Oh boy. All right, now we're getting and that's deep. that's that's it's is hard you, to understand you know, because our society doesn't want to look at the deeper levels of consciousness. I think we should. And there's a lot of people and a lot of evidence that people can experience consciousness in a totally different way. We're multidimensional beings. Go ahead, Leroy Jenkins. I'm thinking we should have like compartmentalized this conversation to like one. <laughs> it's kind of going everywhere. Yeah, because well, it, if, if, you, if you go from you got to like, start to see the patterns because everything that we're talking about is a pattern, and you got to see it in yourself. You got to see it in the world. You got to see it keep coming back around until you can see the patterns. Once you can see the patterns in society, <laughs> you don't have to jump on that hamster wheel anymore and follow these ideas that you're being fed. I can, right. I, Block I can it. You I change can, it. You I change can. the dialogue as soon as you hear something and you know it's false. Mm. You don't listen to it anymore. You got to yeah. get in flow with the correct. So you got it. Tune into the right frequency. You got to find what frequency you want to follow, which beings you want to follow. That takes and there like, is ways uh, of doing that. That takes like conviction. You have to be. You have to be determined. You know what I mean. You have to have absolutely. Uh, yeah, but you know, if you if you're contradicting yourself or your thoughts or your beliefs or maybe you're continuing to try to understand things, then you're not going to pick one specific, you know, conviction or train of thought. You're going to go. Eh, I might believe that, but let me let me just chill out for a while. Maybe there's something else I want to think about. You know, Robbie Anderson from the chat room checking in. L. Ron Hubbard would be proud of Brian Zombie. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, Very you know, and, and that's the thing. There's a lot of people like Ron Hubbard's out there mm. that have got in touch with something deeper, and they try to share it with other people. And I think you know, there's definitely some controversy. But over that's Ron like a Hubbard that's a that's Scientology that is such a I mean, fucking Ron cult, isn't it? That's a cult. Is. And that's you know. A, that's what are they doing to these people in their organizations where they control them? They can or can't do. They make all these these strict rules what you can or can't do. And I don't think, I don't think any. I wouldn't subscribe to any group that tells me what I can or can't do. So right. you're not really. You're it, not, it could be. I, you know, I'll take suggestions from people, but I'm going to decide for myself. So Brian, you're not like uh, affiliated with a specific religion at all. No. He just is. I like he just you know is. I like studying I like studying all religions to try to see the common threads in them. Mm. You know, and and there's people that have made careers out of that. There's a um, a guy named Joseph Campbell and he's got a lot of good material on Netflix. And Joseph Campbell talks about all the different myths and he shows that there's a lot of the same cycles. In fact, Star Wars, George Lucas went to went to Joseph Campbell because he was I don't know if he was struggling, but he was writing Star Wars and and Joseph Campbell gave him some input and he said, I would probably still be writing Star Wars if I hadn't talked with Joseph Campbell. Because Joseph Campbell understood the cycles of human nature mm. and of and of believing in these different types of gods and the hero factor. I mean, you have these same principal characters within all these different stories. And so you can understand the cycle of it and compare yourself to that to kind of see where you're at in your own evolution. Hey, Does that make sense? Hey, I, got a, I got a new bit. I got a new bit for the radio show. Because Brian's okay. Brian's uh, trying to describe his beliefs and 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 is and he's trying to give us some knowledge. This is this is an entertainment show. So uh, what I'm gonna do every time I I have a joke 
Because I just want to throw in a joke every- I'm gonna hit the bell, pause, let me do my joke, then get back right Hello. into this. Or, or at least after the joke, hit the bell, so- right. so I had a good joke. It's not coming across offensive to anybody, it's just a joke, you know? It's just a joke. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I'm just saying jokes. I'm not- I'm not, I, 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 it's enjoy, hard. I enjoy the shit out of this conversation. I actually- I'm trying to figure it out. I'm also thinking of like some funny things to say like well, you don't want to get too serious about it you don't want to like lose your fucking mind right here no i'm not i'm not i'm actually trying to, i've actually figured out what the transformation is <laughs> i figured it out dude, it took me weeks to figure dude, that out dude you haven't figured out shit i i'm on the level i think i'm fucking on brian's the level. been doing this for years and years and years and he hasn't figured it out. I, I don't think you figured it i mean did, if you had figured it out you could lay it out in front of us and say this is what's going to happen this is what you need to do Boom, you're done. That is a question. Okay, let's, Before, let's be, look be, at that. We're going to take let's a break. Let's say you wanted to drive to California. Oh, wait, he wants to And I've it. only driven out there two or three times. I can't give you very specific directions to go to California. Just go west. Because I've only been there a few times. But I can kind of tell you, go out the 10, and then you're going to go this way or whatever. Mm -hmm. you know? But someone that's been there thousands of times could tell you, and those sources are available to you, and that's the sources I study. Oh, the fine. people that know the map. There are people that know the map. There are people that can lay it out. I'm in the middle of my transformation. I'm not trying to pretend like I have arrived Wait. at the golden destination yet, but How? I know it's there and I know I'm going to get there. Are you plugged up to an e-meter right now? Some, some people don't even have that. <laughs> How far are you into the transformation? Yeah. Okay, so is it like a workout wise, problem? It takes you can like three be standing weeks? on the bank of a river mm. or you can jump in it and go down with the flow and you don't know where it's going to take you, but you know you end up in the ocean. So where you That's at? where I'm at. I jumped in. He jumped. He jumped in the river on a raft. I jumped in the river. He jumped, I think he I hit jumped. a few boulders. I might be are you, going through some rapids here and there. Are but you? It's all good. Are you on a raft? No, he's in the. He's in the river. No, he's just swimming. He's no raft. He's no in raft. The, he's in the river of transformation. Wait, no raft. It's an analogy. Uh, it's an know, yeah. We could go a, deeper into. Well, I mean, an analogy could have a raft. No raft. No, no raft. raft. He's in. He's in. He's no no inner tube with the beers on the side. No. That's the lazy river. You no. can go that yeah, route. No, that's the lazy, lazy river. You're transforming. I'm on like Why the high be... rapid Colorado River. No, right you're river. on like the Elon Musk, like fucking <laughs> shooting through a tunnel river. Right. Uh, okay. All right. Well, let's all digest this for seven minutes as we take a break, and we'll come back with more LunaticRadio.com show. Right after these words, it's uh, Kieran Leroy Jenkins and Brian Zombie. We'll be back right after these words. People, stick around. Smoke break. LunaticRadio.com. What is the movie you watch? The horror film. What is it? What is the scariest movie for Rock? Oh, boy. I'm Anything with Vin Diesel in it? Yeah. <laughs> Knock around, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Boiler room just gives me the shivers. Five hundred. I've been in five hundred fights. You know, it, it used to scare me when I was younger, but I still enjoy watching it. The Gate. The Gate. I love that film. Never seen it. Oh, dude, it's a, it's a, it's a stupid classic 80s, of course, mm. uh, pseudo-horror film. Um, basically, the, the whole premise is these kids play a death metal record backwards, and it opened up this gate to hell, mm. and all these little demons came out, and they're killing everybody. It's great. You gotta see it. You can see the whole thing on YouTube. Huh. It's in like in eight parts, chopped up into eight parts. You can actually watch the whole fucking film. McGillicuddy 2000, watching the show, very scary. It's true. Referring to the ElunaticRadio.com show. You know what? With those old 80s movies, the thing that scared me the most was like, like, even all those like Friday the 13th movies. Oh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was brutally no, scary. But the thing that scared me about those movies is the, the creepy dude 
Because all those movies, what they are is a creepy guy, yeah. dangerous dude in the woods. Yes. The woods is scary. Oh, absolutely. Like anything that has woods in it. Sure. Fucking, some reason scares me a little bit. I don't know why. Like, the woods, I guess it's maybe from a childhood. Like, I always well, found the woods the, are a scary. I found the woods scary. And it has to be isolated cold. place. Like, like a cold sure. woods, like, like in the fall type of woods. It scares the shit out of me. Sure. So all those like uh, Friday the Thirteenth and uh, the Halloween when Mike, like the the Michael Myers, the, the old ones, not the new ones. And Blair Witch, that was scary. Blair Witch <laughs> pissed me off. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fucking a man. Did they make a Blair Witch two? I think so. No one even heard about it. They made a killing on the first one. I haven't seen any of those paranormal activities, but apparently they're good. I'm gonna see them. They're on. on they're on the flicks. I'm yeah, but you know, up. like the vibe. Like when they when that first came out, you like people thought it was like kind of real or something, and then they found out it was fake. And they're people, all fake. People want real shit. They want it. They want the illusion that it's real. You know what I mean? That's what Blair Witch had. Like Blair Witch, when they were gave promoting the it, yeah. they gave you the illusion that it was real. That's why you sat through the fucking nonsense right. for two hours and uh, uh, this could be real. But then you find out it's fake, and they made fucking four hundred thirty-five million dollars off of it. Those kids are living a life. You know, well, for like what it costs like thirty thousand to make McGillicuddy two thousand Blair Witch was awesome. Second sucked. I didn't think the first one was awesome. I thought it was fucking annoying. And the only thing that made me kept keep watching it was because I thought it was real. Yeah. How do you? Deal yeah, with I felt story? it was real, but I also appreciated the clever how they did it. Like you know, how the whole index cards thing, and no one really had set lines. So. Mm. Uh, everything was improv, so from that standpoint, it was pretty cool. But you're right; you thought it was real. And then when you found, oh, this was, oh, then what the fuck? Yeah, no way, no way. Uh, if if like they were promoting it, it's like, oh, this is just based off true events or whatever. No one's gonna sit through that fucking annoying nonsense for two hours, sure, and get no payoff at the end. Yeah. With the guy standing, guy standing the against the wall, yeah, who gives a shit? They got piss. Yeah, you want to see somebody get axed, diced up? Saw one was good. Yeah, when that first came out, yeah. Because, you know, that that came out of left field. That was a totally new perspective on, you know, the whole horror genre. Then the other ones, you're like, okay, we get it. You're mm-hmm. trapped. All right, we get it. A little guy on the bicycle. We get it. The thing I loved about the Halloween movies, McGillicuddy 2000, checking in, uh, nothing compares to Halloween and Halloween 2. The thing I loved about those movies is th- th- there was another scary aspect of that. A fucking Michael Myers with that big-ass white mask fucking just... Standing in somebody's window yeah. and staring in, just not moving. That fucking shit scares me. Sure, sure. It's freaky. Like when you're a kid and you're lying in your your bedroom and you're you're kind of like a little bit afraid of the dark. You're always looking at the window because you don't you're you're afraid that somebody's gonna be doing the Michael Myers thing. Sure, just staring in the window. Like I had a nightmare one time and I actually thought to this day I still think it's real. But I was with my parents and we're actually moving houses and uh, most of the house is empty at this point. It's like the last night we're staying in this house. We're moving to another one. And I'm lying literally uh, in a a sleeping bag in my bedroom. And I look up. It's pitch black. I look up. And I swear to God, I I still believe it's... I I thought I saw a black face with cat eyes in my window. And it freaked me out so much that I ran. I ran outside. Like, I ran out the house. So black face scared you. Yeah. But that's that's the kind of fucking that's the kind of fucking shit that scares me in a movie. Of course, like it somebody's does, staring in my window. Scary gets a, scared by black faces. That's I what do. You're trying to say. I do. That's why I never go to Harlem. <laughs> 
You know, the one thing that would make this better? A really big hit of windowpane acid. Lunatic Radio. Don't be unsociable. I don't know him. Who the hell am I sitting next to? Lunatic Radio's on Facebook. Oh, they all just go there? Everybody yeah. Says. Are we on there, Ron? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Take a moment and follow them now. I hate them! Before Kieran has another international incident. What do you like? Tits! Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Anna says a friend. Yes, we like that. I like you, you like me. We can have a ham sandwich together. It's called the friendship on the Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. If you are a proud supporter of LunaticRadio.com show and you like to see this show flourish or just Rock and I become alcoholics, you can donate to the LunaticRadio.com show by simply going on our website, Rocket Fireway. Yes, absolutely. Donations. Go to the website on LunaticRadio.com and select from one of the options, even a recurring amount, or simply just uh, give whatever you, you feel. Anything and everything is appreciated and helps pay for any of the expenses for this show and helps us keep going and you know not have to dig out of our pockets. And we appreciate, again, anything you can give. Right. So give a shit and give us a donation. <laughs> well, give money. Don't give a shit. All right. <laughs> I can go on about that one. So log on to the lunaticradio.com website. If you would be so kind and give us a donation, it would be great. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes, from the lunaticradio.com show. Now back to Kieran and Rock. They may suck. That is all. What up, everybody? LR show transforming today. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, Kieran Leroy Jenkins, no rock today. Uh, Brian Zombie joining us, teaching us about stuff. Brian's going through a transformation, and uh, I believe it's a transformation of uh, a way of uh, thinking. I don't know. No, this is a dude from Seattle. He's actually pretty good. His name is, I forget, it slips my mind. If I, if I transformed, maybe I would have remembered it, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, so this has been an interesting, <laughs> it's been an interesting, it's like, uh, it could go on for, <laughs> yeah, it's been an interesting, uh, show so far. What was that? The, that swirly. Did you hear that? Swirly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doing a little jokes, doing a little jokes. Yeah, uh, 718-690-9290 if you want to call in. Uh, and, um, you know, chat with us, chat with, uh, Brian zombie. And, uh, yeah. So, so you're going through the transformation. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, going through the wormhole and how long do you think what will happen once you transform? What will happen? But you still have to survive in this enlightenment, uh, society model. Right. What will happen? I think that's part of the journey, you know, uh, I can't determine fully what's going to happen. And that's that's part of the resistance that you have to let go of is deciding what life is supposed to be according to your definition. Mm. Because that can be very limiting. I mean, we can define it really great, but if if I gave you every single thing that you think you want right now, all the money you want, the house you want, the car you want, the girl you want, if I gave it all to you, I would say 75, 80% of it would be because you you still want approval from other people. And you want those things to show that you've succeeded something, to prove something. Hmm. And so we're kind of an approval-seeking generation in a lot of ways. Right. And 
that's okay. You know, I mean, it's okay to, to seek approval. I'm not saying it like it's a bad thing, but we should consciously do it. That's, that's my whole thing. Do, do what you do consciously and decide if it benefits your higher self, if it benefits your well-being, if it makes you healthier, if it makes the people around you healthier. I got to tell you something. If you make choices with that intention to, to help, to be, to be um, helpful to everyone, you know, uh, you know it, doing service to others every day, walking down the street. And, you know, finding someone you can help in some weird little way. Yeah. And uh, Kieran does that all the time. That's what it's all about. You know what would benefit my higher self? Pussy. Pussy. Pussy would benefit my higher self. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Need to get some of that vagina. Go ahead. Yeah. I I was just thinking he was saying you got to you got to make decisions based on whether or not uh, these are beneficial choices that you're making every day. Right. Kind of. Is that what you say? Even 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 chasing girls and and the woman that you determine you want is based on what you want out of that relationship. It's more if a, you just want sex, you can get that. It's available all over the place. But it's right, it's here? cheap. It leaves you the next day feeling <laughs> worthless, or or you know maybe you feel accomplished for a while. Maybe it gives you a, a high because you can go tell your buddies about this hot chick you nailed, you okay. know whatever. But where does that really get you? Is that really the most that you want out of life? No, I'm not going to condemn anyone for any behavior. What you want? Yeah, I'm not in. I'm not in a position to condemn any behaviors or any types of thinking. I'm just saying we got to consciously decide: is my way of thinking, is my behavior helping me? I guess is this the direction I really want to go in my life? You I know can, what? The, I can answer that question. Go ahead. Every day I do. I mean, I, I do stuff all the time that I'm like, eh, it's not really a good. You know, like a positive attribute to the way I live my life. You know what I mean? Right. Did pretty much everything I could say that I do. Well, that's not good. You right. need to transform. <laughs> Absolutely. We can do that. Transform. We can do it live. We can We can all three of us do some transformation, that sounds talk like a, about it. How that sounds like a circle jerk. Because <laughs> I think that's important. More people need to be open about what they're struggling against. Oh, when you set the intention to transform, there's going to be some nasty stuff coming to the surface that you have to deal with that you haven't wanted to look at for a long time. Yeah. Everyone oh, no. does. I look at that's it every day. That's why no one I, wants to do it. It's not easy. I look at it every day. What are you know the, what I'm saying? Be specific. What are what are things that you you do that are, <laughs> do are really not beneficial to, to your uh, fucking way of fucking? Okay, masturbation. Do. Let's talk about sex. Masturbation. Yeah, fucking jacking. That's a primal energy that drives us to want to have sex. Right. And it can be transmuted. That energy of sex, if it gets out of control, can completely lead us away from productivity. And from seeking higher intelligence, we just get caught up in like this, this lower energy, have sex, feed myself, I believe, make myself feel good, drunk attitude. I believe the and, younger generation you calls know, them. We've boys. all been there. We've all done that. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yes. Well, Kieran's got his on uh, more of a schedule. What? <laughs> what masturbation? Yeah. It's a schedule. It's not. It's not not necessarily going to turn. And I will say this. It benefits me because it puts me right to sleep. So imagine instead of masturbating, let's just pretend or assume you masturbate once a day, which might be light for some people. Not going to mention any names. (laughs) Once a day, every day you masturbate. Uh. And you say, okay, three nights this week, instead of jerking one out, I'm going to take that energy and I'm going to find a book that teaches – higher consciousness or, or that reminds me, um, what, in, what am I intending to accomplish in my life? And I, and I, and I read those as affirmations every day, but you know, I'll give you some examples. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. While you're looking it up, Kieran's, what his goal is at that moment is to uh, go to bed, release the poison. Yeah. Go to That's bed, get release some stress, get a little, I'm going to, 
I'm going to show you something. Uh, so I'm going to put the mic down for a second because this is my book, my journal of transformation. I like to call it a little nightcap. <laughs> right. A little nightcap. A little masturbation nightcap. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Wait a minute. Uh oh. He's revealing the truth right there. Is that what you do when you take one night off from fucking right. masturbating? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, wait, is Holy that shit. I'm still going. Dude, That's like on. you wrote like a Bible. You got a problem. I don't, I don't know where it ends. It's pretty deep. Okay, oh, there, there you go. go. You're right there. Oh, the story's over. <laughs> what, what are you doing? What are you writing down in this book, Brian Zombie? Let me, let me find a couple I'll share with you. Okay. And, you know, these are, as you're reading material, the stuff will stick out to you. And it's important to write it down because you can kind of start to track your own progress. I if really you want to consciously become a more advanced mm. being, you got to track it. You got to watch it. You got to set it up like any other goal. If you have a goal to make more money, you set the goal, you set the date, you, you bring it to you. If you want to be a more evolved human being and have more opportunities and have more of the things you want, you've got to set that goal and you got to work towards it. So give me a second. I'm going to... Um, find right. something here have you figured out a goal yet to, a goal? to achieve what? for i don't know like I don't, I, know. I don't really have any goals i you know i have goals i have goals i want to you know i want to do a i like to be entertaining on the show i want to better myself as a human being i want to get more financially uh stable i want to i want to find a girl that i have a uh, you know what you gotta do some sort of camaraderie with it that's even it it's more so than uh fucking sex because sex is just a benefit is an in an addition to a relationship it's the camaraderie mm -hmm. It's yeah. the connection. It's right. a soul connection, people. That's what I'm looking okay. for. Happiness. I got some goodies. And at least the fucking ready? happiness. Uh-oh, he's going to break it down. I don't want to be a slave to the man, though. I hate getting up to go to fucking work. I want to create my own right. work. Yeah, go we ahead. Are. We've been conditioned to be slaves, you know, mm. and, and it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does suck. We should, you know, our, our whole um, we all are slaves war that we're... was fought for our country was about establishing freedom. And the ability to pursue that freedom and to find that happiness, that's that's what the foundation of this country is. That's why so many people want to come to America, mm. because we established that here a couple hundred years ago, that that's what you can do here in this land and no one's going to stop you. Yeah, you're free to an extent. Like to an extent, for sure. When you start hurting other people, we're going to lock you up. When you no, start, but even but even you know, when if you take a fucking crazy stuff, take whatever. a loan out to buy a house, you're not free anymore. You're dick. You're a slave to that lender who gave you the money to fucking purchase the house. Even if you if some people own their houses free and clear. Yeah, but some even people if, own their cars free. And even clear. if you own the house free and clear, you still got to pay property taxes. You don't do that; they're going to take the shit away from you. Right. So we're all sure. we're all fucking slaves to the no, fucking I, I generating. Agree, I agree with you. We all have. We all you know, and, and some of those things are necessary. Mm. At least, at least at our current level of consciousness, our current level of evolution, we've determined that those things are tools that help us to keep things organized. Taxes, and that's okay to have things organized, Jesus. but. When they preclude us from advancing and we have people that tell us you can't know yourself on a spiritual level and try to convince you that God isn't real anymore, that's when we should start being worried about why is someone in power that's trying to convince me that God isn't real and that I'm not allowed to know myself. Who's doing that? That happens. Who's doing that? Oh, everybody? You, say you don't see it. They don't, they don't say you can't know yourself. It's not direct like that. It's indirect marketing. It's indirect campaigning. Right. Mm. It's done subtly and it's done through an agenda that happens days and weeks and months and even decades down the road. This stuff's planned out. In fact, there was a guy I was listening to, Arthur Thompson. When Arthur Thompson was a kid, he said that if you were called a square, that that was a cool thing. That meant you were a balanced person. You were squared away. 
And they've actually systematically changed that word. Now, if you're called a square today, if you're called a square, that kind of means you're a loser. You're, you're a square. Lame. You're a dork. You're, you're, a, you're lame. A right. Not fun. And so even over the last 50 to 100 years, that word has transformed to mean something negative instead of positive. Mm. There you go. And there's a lot of words that that's been done to. Like uh, there's a lot of rules that have been put in place that actually limit you from knowing yourself, from being your true self. They completely limit you and say, you can't go over here. You can't say this. You can't do this. You can't be around these people. And if you do, we're all going to laugh at you. Hmm. And so no one goes over there. No one goes that route. I don't really care. Obviously, I'm going that route. Oh, because, because you're I here. know what's on the other here side. With us, right? hmm. And I'm going to take as many people with me that are willing to go to that. Hmm. Brian's trying to uh, get some people to go transform. You want the transforming thing? I have no idea yet. <laughs> I, I would actually say, I would actually it's say. It's fun, you know, it can be really fun to do. So, okay, let me read this real quick. And <laughs> it's fun. This is, you know, yeah, just do there it on are weekends, many different yeah. flavors of this kind of stuff. But mm. I am now in dominion over my thinking. I am now raising, realizing myself fully as the one in control of my thinking. I am now choosing to think only those thoughts that will bring me benefit and anchor in this new way of thinking fully into my consciousness. I am now choosing to think only those thoughts that will bring me peace and will align me to a higher consciousness. I am doing this easily and through my own intention to know myself. These are little notes you make in your transformation Oh, these are personal. Journal. These are personal notes. Personal notes from right. the so, transformation journal. So I set journal. out to do that. So what you do is you, you set an attention. You claim something. It's a goal. I claim that I am in dominion over my thinking. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Claim the put and, and and a lot of people claim yeah. stuff. I claim that I'm a millionaire and I'm going to have a million dollars. And it happens. And 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 they get it. Some people get it, but some people don't. A lot of people say this process doesn't work. I tried it and it failed. I tried to claim something. I tried to believe that the universe, um, you know, was was full of abundance and had can support me and all the things that I want to do, and it failed. It just didn't work. And those people are hurt and scared. And so, there's the next step is to acclimate. Okay, so after you claim something, you have to acclimate to it. And what that means is you have to respect, believe, and honor the intention that you set. You have to actually believe fully in your heart that you are worthy of that thing that you claimed. And you have to take the steps necessary to get there. Just because you say it, Mm -hmm. you got to energize that saying. You got to believe in it. You got to do something every day to work yourself closer to that. When I was 16 years old, I said, I'm going to fly a helicopter. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I'm going to fly a helicopter. Mm. I want to be up there in that thing. It looks so cool. It just, it's got to be the most amazing feeling. And five years later, I was flying a helicopter. I found a school. I went, I paid the money. I went up in the helicopter and on the first flight, I had full control of the helicopter flying around in the sky. It was one of the coolest things in the world. And then, I don't know, a year later, I had a $500,000 helicopter in my control that I took out joyriding for a couple hours. Sweet. That was done through intention. Yeah. And I had my CD player in there. I popped in the CD. I had my music on. I had the headphones on. I was cruising, man. I was high on life. Where were? What state were you in? Oh, that was here. That there's a there's a school in Chandler called Quantum Helicopters. Oh, okay. And you just go and you pay money. They'll teach you how to fly. You can get a private rating, commercial rating, you know. But it, it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to say, oh, look at me. Anyone can do that. You can do that with anything that you want to do in your life. Whatever's important to you. As long as it betters yourself and it betters other people and is done in the right process, then you can do those kind of things. That's what transformation is on that level. There's there's all different levels of transformation, whether it's the physical plane, whether it's the spiritual plane, whether you want to travel astrally to another planet. I don't even know what it's You know, for. people do that. 
I don't know where to start. <laughs> it sounds go, crazy, but they ahead, do it. You know, they talk about it. They have these wonderful I, uh, experiences of going to remote viewing locations. And even like some of the alien contact is done that way. It's done through remote viewing, they call it. And go so ahead. you actually can see images. These beings can put images into your mind that are so real that you swear you're looking at it. And you can communicate in that way. Yeah. But we've been told as a society for a long time that we cannot communicate in that way. you got to be face-to-face or at least be on Skype or be on something to communicate. You can't just think and someone in another area know what you're thinking. That doesn't happen. Well, That'd be cool if it, it did. does happen. Because that, that means a, a lot of broads would know that I want to bang them. <laughs> yeah, that's why they start running. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go ahead. But you know, you, you think about it. Sometimes you're sitting across a person having a dinner, and you kind of get a vibra- You kind of get a feeling mm. of what type of person they are. Right. You know, and, and in a way, you are reading their thoughts because on that, they're they're projecting by the clothes they wear, by the way you dress, by the 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 subjects you bring up in your con. You know, in your conversations, you're kind of telling people and broadcasting what you're thinking. You may not see the thoughts themselves, but you can see the the outer layer of it. And as you get more and more sensitive to that, you can start to almost see what people are thinking if you really pay attention. All right, we got a call coming in. Caller, are you on the air? What's your name? Where are you from? Caller, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Caller. Tippy cup in the bathroom. Tippy cup in the bathroom. Hello, lunatic. Yes, you're here. Go ahead. I'm on the live show. Yes, you're on the live show. What's your name, by the way? Yeah, can you tell? The fuck? Um, yeah, you never knew my name. Um, I'm a, um, I am a free, um, my name is Rob, Robin Virus. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, and, um, I'd just like to ask you a simple question before I leave. Go ahead. Hold a minute. Where's this one going? Let me take a guess. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Is that it? I can see that coming. Did you have a question? Brian, I can see that coming. You know what I mean? You're talking about like voices somewhere else. You can almost tell, right? This you guy's can feel in, it if you, if you tune in. This guy's in Virginia. And He's I could feel there. that he was going to come in with some I, sarcasm. You know, there's, there's a lot of stories of these kind of things. And after a certain point, you hear so many stories. You just say, you know, I want to know for myself. I want to experience this stuff for myself. I'm tired of hearing other people talk about it. I, I want to know for myself if this stuff is true. And you can do that. You have to choose. You have to consciously, individually make that choice. I'm willing to go out on a little bit of limb here and try out some meditation or try to do some remote viewing. In fact, uh, remote Dr. Viewing. Stephen Greer has Sounds like voyeurism. Yeah. close encounters of the fifth kind. We've actually made a fifth kind now. Oh, shit. And the fifth kind is to make <laughs> I don't know the other four. conscious <laughs> contact with alien beings <laughs> by going out you know, into different areas. This this really happens. People do this. They spend a week out in the desert. People are really doing this. And they're, Aren't and they're they just doing peyote? They're saying stuff's yeah. happening. And so yeah. what you do is you go out and you project through your own consciousness where you are on the globe. You say, okay, I'm going to project these images out into space and just use my imagination here. And just do it as an experiment is fun. And you say, I'm going to show these alien beings mm. where I am on the globe. And I'm going to ask them if they can shit. come visit me mm. or if they can send me an image or if they can communicate to me somehow. Flash your lights up there in space. Just show me you're up there. Call your- that. You don't even got to come in person. Just flash your lights up there, streak Hold across up. the sky. Do whatever you can do yeah, that you um, can do safely. Uh, and just hold on, Brian. Brian, hang on. Hold on one second. I'm hold on. Yeah, hold on. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Go ahead. 
I ordered Domino's. I'll call you back in a few minutes. <laughs> okay, all right. all right. What did you get? <laughs> right, fuck, fuck you. Fuck, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck you, fuck too. you too. Pepperoni. All right, there we go. We're back, Byron. Sorry. Damn caller. Yeah, it's he, all good. You know, still, so, so you can look up this method, CE5, and practice that, or you can make up your own. You know, you don't have to follow that one. You can make up your own and say, uh, I, I, I want to know for myself. I think that's important to know uh, for ourselves and not take other people's word for it. Yeah. we got to hey, investigate Brian. this stuff ourselves and spend Brian. the time and energy if he we want to know. You can't Otherwise, hear us? we just, you know, better plan on enjoying our ignorance. Brian, can you that's hear That's the only me? way you're really going to know. Can you hear me? Brian, can you hear us? Maybe yeah, when, he, I can hear maybe you when he's me. talking, he can't hear. Uh, but uh, I think we lost one right there. What? The, 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 the cat from Virginia. What do you mean, lost one? What are you talking about? He was transforming, oh. halfway getting there, and then he fucking, you know, took two steps forward and like well, 17 back. To be honest with you, he was calling in while he was ordering a Domino's pizza. No, he wasn't. <laughs> That's what he was doing. No, nah, he wasn't. Okay, let's talk about uh, oh, stage fright. Oh, here we go. Stage fright? With stage fright. Stage fright. On stage. I have that one on peeing next to somebody. It's not, it's not necessarily easy to... to put yourself out there in that way because you might get ridiculed or you know someone might make fun of you or who's gonna ridicule this because they don't like what you're saying you know who knows what could happen anything could happen but anyway stage fright so you set this intention i want to speak in front of 100 people and not be scared i want to fucking bang some brothers this is tony robbins is this tony robbins this is tony robbins brian can you hear us i don't know yeah can you hear me oh yeah we should be able to it's just um just by like telepathically, just uh, <laughs> he can telepathically hear us. Is a knee hip? I don't think he can hear us. I don't know. Is he, he running me? out? Can you hear us? No, he can't hear I th- us. I think he. What I think happened? He, I think something happened. I don't know. All right, I can do another break. We'll come back. We'll figure it out. I don't know. That's all I can do. All right, I think we're having technical difficulties. I think we're transforming into uh, <laughs> the mediocrity right now. All right, we'll take a break. More back. More lunaticradio.com. Sure after this. Kieran and Rock. LunaticRadio.com. You know the one thing that would make this better? A really big hit of window pane acid. Lunatic Radio. Don't be unsociable. I don't know him. Who the hell am I sitting next to? Lunatic Radio's on Facebook. Oh, they all just go there? Everybody's yes. there. Are we on there, Rock? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Take a moment and follow them now. I hate them! Before Kieran has another international incident. What do you like? Tits! Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Anna says a friend. Yes, we like that. I like you, you like me. We can have a ham sandwich together. It's called the friendship on the Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. If you are a proud supporter of LunaticRadio.com show and you like to see this show flourish or just Rock and I become alcoholics, you can donate to the LunaticRadio.com show by simply going on our website, Rocket Fire Away. Yes, absolutely. Donations. Go to the website on LunaticRadio.com and select from one of the options, even a recurring amount, or simply just uh, give whatever you, you feel. Anything and everything is appreciated and helps pay for any of the expenses for the show and helps us keep going and you know not have to dig out of our pockets. And we appreciate, again, anything you can give. Right. So give a shit and give us a donation. <laughs> well, give money. Don't give a shit. All right. <laughs> I can go on about that one. So log on to the lunaticradio.com website if you would be so kind and give us a donation. It would be great. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. From the lunaticradio.com show. Now back to Kieran and Rock. They may suck. That is all. What up, everybody? Back from break. Technical issues solved. Everybody's talking out in the... Uh, there's... Uh, 
<laughs> Brian Zombie. Welcome, Brian Zombie, to the show. If you're just scanning through the show on podcast, Brian Zombie is... Uh, you're, go ahead. You're on, Brian. Um, yeah, we're going to switch gears because <laughs> I don't know. I, I think my brain's uh, at gridlock. I don't know what what to believe anymore, but it... It is very interesting. Show transformed. How uh, Brian Brian's brain is very, very analytical. Like I always say that Leroy Jenkins is very analytical. He always, always psychoanalyzing stuff and always, uh, always uh, trying to get to the deeper side of meanings of why things happen the way they happen. But I feel like Brian Zombie is on a fucking different level than uh, you and I can ever go to. Yeah, right. But Brian would probably tell us that we're we're just limiting limiting our our thinking because actually as beings we could fucking dive deeper. Yeah. We can go deeper than we actually think we can. But but to you and so I, you just read my mind. But yeah. you and Kieran, <laughs> maybe I'm fucking drinking the Kool Aid. Me and you, right, <laughs> are not really interested or or, or, or in in expanding our. Uh, yeah, because because we're we're, we're content. We're, I wouldn't sort say of. disgruntled content. No, we're just like you know what I gotta fucking you know what I gotta pay the electric bill tomorrow. I can't think about yeah. this right now. You know what I mean? That's what we we're, we're we're thinking about the. The minimal uh, the next problems fucking, we have to see the next day, right, like like yeah. what's my next objective I have to do? What uh, I have to pay my cell phone bill on Tuesday, so I got to get that out of the way. Then there's another obstacle. Take the kids we gotta, to school. Yeah. It's it's just it's just you're a fucking mouse on one of those little right. things in a cage. Here that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's our life, and that and in, in Brian's thinking, I you would say that that's not a life. You need to transform to get rid of all this shit. Free yourself. So this stuff is not even like important to you anymore, and then you're truly free. I think I that's what I grasped how can from you? the last hour or fucking two hours of show we've done. I don't know if you could do that, Kieran, because you got you got you're so invested in the show. Oh no, this is my freedom right here. Yeah, but this <laughs> is keeping you down. It ain't. This this is I'm married to this show. I live with this show. It's a I've, ball and chain. I've you banged this free show. The chain. I have sex with the show. I do things. <laughs> f- I, I, I finger bang the show. I do everything for the mm. show. This is what. 20 years I've been doing this. 20 years. I'm married to it. This is this is my freedom. This is my happiness. This is my transformation. There you go, Brian. Look at that. I'm using Brian's terminology now. I think he's I think he's like a, like a pastor at a church. He's getting into my head. Yeah. Did you see a tri- lot of hope left for you, Kieran. <laughs> did you did you did you give Kieran a, a new vocabulary word? I, I literally thought he was gonna say, peace be with you, my brother. <laughs> uh, it, it's very interesting stuff. It very uh, I've I've talked to Brian off the air about this beforehand. I, and, and be honest with you, it, in a way it kind of freaked me out a little bit because I was like, man, he's on a whole different level. He truly believes. And but you know, it's actually yeah, the way you describe it, obviously, it's hard. It's for for people who are just you know thrown right into the conversation. You're like, oh my god, I have no idea what he's talking about. But if you think about it, if you if you if you actually listen to what Brian's saying, in a way, it almost it it, it, it there's a little 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 sense, there's a little logic to be behind what I think he's he, saying. I think he's on the wrong. I think he needs to be on like the Joe Rogan podcast or something. <laughs> There are other podcasts. You know, he he would be able to delve into some shit and throw some shit back at you and be like, "Did you did you ever check out this? You ever listen to that guy? 
Ari Shafir does one called Skeptic Tank. It's really, it's kind of like along the lines of what Brian's thinking is. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we got to remain open-minded, you know. What, that's part of the problem. Once you think you know, you've kind of cut yourself off. It's when you know that you don't know. When you start investigating and there's so much information out there and so many things that you realize you really don't know, mm. that's when you really start looking and saying, there's a lot of stuff I don't know and understand. I get it. My, my understanding is very limited still, but I know that there is almost an unlimited possibility of knowing that we can tap into, and that's the, that's the area I'm trying to go into. I'm going into the unknown. Right. I already know where I show up to work tomorrow. I already know how I'm going to pay my bills. I already know, you know, who, who my daughter is and what times I have her, you know, and how to be responsible. Those are things we know, but there's a lot of stuff we don't know. And if anything, I would just encourage people to not be afraid and to venture out into the unknown and go to what calls to them. You know, if meditation isn't for you, if yoga isn't for you, then find something else that is for you that allows you to experience yourself on a higher level. I can only think it allows you to see there's more possibilities in this life that are still available to me. I'm not going to give up. Keep going. Go ahead. Go ahead, Leroy Jenkins. I can only think of like one thing and it's like probably smoking weed. <laughs> and I don't do that. I don't do that. You know, it's been a long time since I've done that. So maybe uh, Biggie Smalls was trying to teach us this back in the day when he uttered the lyric. You don't know. Now, you know, Negro. Oh, that's what he, he said. I don't, yeah. You don't know. Now, you know. You know, I don't That was a bomb. Hold on a second. I got Hey, here's the deal. You're, when life gives you lemons, just say fuck the lemons and fail. That's kind of that's kind of my philosophy in life. Yeah. Well, no, that's good. Yeah, you don't have to do what everyone's told you to do. When you have a problem, we've already been told what to do. Break maybe, out of the box. Try something different. Maybe, especially I, if you keep coming back to the same problem and you're not getting results, you got to try something different. Maybe this is the transformation mantra right here. Hey, here's the deal. When life gives you lemons, just say fuck the lemons and fail. Maybe that's it. <laughs> that's all I, I don't like lemons. I don't want lemons. <laughs> fuck the lemons and fail. Uh, yeah, it was very, it's just very interesting. I, I, I don't know. It's fun to talk about. It's fun to like just try to. We're goofballs on this radio show, so to have this type of discussion being the mainstay of this this particular episode yeah. of lunaticradio.com show, it's something totally different than what we ever do. We, yeah. we just talk about dicks and pussies and, and what's in the news. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. all we do. This, this is stuff fun. is in the news. If you watch, this stuff's becoming a little bit more accepted a little bit at a time. To what and scale? we're slowly not- transforming into talking about these things. And science accepting some of these vibrational type medicine, vibrational principles. You know, we have vibrational medical devices. You know, how do you think they take a picture of a baby inside of a woman's stomach? That's all done through vibrations and sensing equipment, you know? And so science has explored some of these things that we're talking about and there's a lot more to explore. Mm. We're not there yet. It is, uh, it is just, well, I feel like, I don't don't even know where to go really. (laughs) I feel like we're just all going to, just going to, you know, we would have to do this podcast every day of the week for like, 15 years for us to like get to the first step of transformation. That's yeah, what but, I'm thinking. But I figured, Kieran oh, thinks no he's, way, no way. Kieran, the, the first steps are so easy. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just, you go down it's, to it's the continuing once you get knocked down. Once you meet once this you guy start named Joe, to learn about blow. aliens and talk about him <laughs> and your friend says you're stupid and then you just give up the search. That's when you lost. You hmm. got to keep going. You got to keep, if you think it's something that, that you want to learn about, then who cares what anyone says? All right. Yeah. But time, there, there are a lot of constraints to, to, to being able to do stuff. 
I mean, you did talk about that, but uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, those are mostly self-inflicted choices. You can that, change you those. Know, decisions that you choices. make. Right? Uh, speaking of guy who needs to uh, transform, it's uh, Tom Cruise because apparently Judd Apatel. I'm switching. I'm doing a segue. Uh, Judd Apatel was on the uh, Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Yeah, he was telling a story about how uh, Tom Cruise, <laughs> That's right. who is like the guy, one of the head dudes of fucking Scientology. He didn't know that internet porn existed. Right. It, Tom Cruise did not know that internet porn existed. That's because, like, if you're a Scientologist, I don't think you're allowed to, like, look at the internet. But how do you know? I mean, you're Tom Cruise. You've been in 75 fucking movies. How do you know? Your, 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 your life, your livelihood is built on entertainment. And, the, I mean, you you would got to know that porn exists on the internet and you can just go watch it. Well, he he probably thought it was still on like, you know, VHS tape or something. Here's the uh, clip from uh, <laughs> Stephen Colbert's show, Judd Apatel, describing the story about talking to Tom Cruise, having a meeting with Tom Cruise. I, I did once have a meeting with Tom Cruise. Wow. Uh, I have not had one of those. Wow. And it was, uh, he's a very, very uh, nice man. I got asked to meet him. He was looking to potentially do not an action movie, a romantic comedy. Okay. And we were shooting knocked up in uh, 2006 and uh, I said to Seth Rogen I have a meeting with Tom Cruise you have to come with me <laughs> and, and no one knew who Seth was he wasn't famous he was sure, just like a sure. dude with me and, uh, <laughs> and so I said someone needs to you know, witness this so, <laughs> so we're talking to him and I don't know how it came up but it usually comes up with Seth where he starts talking about marijuana and pornography <laughs> Marijuana and pornography. Yeah, yeah, both okay. two subjects. Sure. Uh, hey, talking and he starts talking about watching uh, adult films on the internet. And Tom Cruise goes, what? <laughs> Wait, you're saying there's adult films on the internet? <laughs> and Seth's like, yeah, there's all these movies on these websites. You think that's Tom Cruise just being a schmo? Like, no, I don't think it is. I think he's probably on his own plane. Doesn't realize it. He's, he's too busy. He's on his own plane, right? He's on his own river. River of uh, do you uh, think, of life. Do you think Brian Zombie, that an example, uh, that's an example of somebody who has transformed, already, meaning internet porn is no longer important to him. He doesn't need to know about it. He doesn't know it. where it exists. He's, he's living a completely free life. Tom Cruise, your, your uh, opinions of him. Go ahead. Boom. All right, so I, I think that's a good example of how our experience is determined by our environment. And we're kind of programmed by our society. And so you asked earlier, what does it look like mm. after we've made this transformation? Right. What does that look like? What does it look like? We get to decide. Oh. That's the shift in paradigm. Right now, we don't believe that we really get to decide. We kind of get to decide what we do on a daily basis, but we don't really get to decide the world that we live in, if there's porn or not, you know, that could be a decision that we make. There's not going to be any porn in the new world. Yeah. Right. Maybe it just, just doesn't benefit. Maybe us. it's just lovemaking. We're all free. We don't need porn. We don't need, we're all going to be, we're going to, we're all free. We're all happy. We don't need porn. We need it, love will exist. We'll all just be fucking hugging each other and growing our armpit well, hair out and shit. Even the way that we view porn, or you could even just say the body Mm. is a lot different in our country versus other countries. You go over to France or some of these places and you go to the beaches and they got nude beaches and it's no big deal mm. because no one has given breasts such a big deal over there. I mean, yeah, they're they're 
you know, part of feeding a baby after you have a baby. They're part of the feminine beauty. But we make such a big deal of it that we weird out when we see breasts in America. We think, oh, we can't look at that. And we teach our kids, don't look at that. It's, it's jaded. It's evil. It's wrong to look at breasts. And so, you know, it becomes this weird taboo thing. But we've done that as a culture mm. to make it taboo. And it could be a very beautiful thing. Like, yeah, what it's just th- a woman's breast, you know, it's part of her anatomy. It's beautiful. Hey, Brian. Yeah. What do you think of Jaden Smith, Will Smith's son? Um, I don't know. know. I've seen you him. Know, you know, I've know. seen him in some movies and stuff, but I don't really know much about him as a person. Okay. Because I think he's into the, uh, like, he doesn't, uh, I think he claims that he's not, uh, he's like asexual or he's not really like a human being or something. He's like in that deep kind of thought process of i don't know yeah he's like all right you know what i'm talking about well Well, i think there's a lot of movie stars that are that are you know anthony hopkins you look him up on youtube and his idea of what the world is about and he'll talk about like it's it's almost like a dream like like there's something there it's it's intangible we can't even fully approach it but we know that there's something there that's so much more to us and it's like a dream world and we get to dream and we get to imagine and we get you know we get to explore and you know another actor that um, Matthew McConaughey. Mm. Shoot, look look at look at. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Watch the leather, what's man. What's Dumb and Dumber's name? Uh, fucking uh, Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Jim Carrey. All these motherfuckers. That guy doesn't even form. believe that he's Jim Carrey anymore. Yeah, he's a little fucking. He learned creepy. to separate himself from his personality self and see that there was something in him that was observing Jim Carrey that was separate from Jim Carrey. And so he started exploring Mm. this thing, Jim Carrey. What is that? That's a personality self that he made up through his whole life and he was able to let it go and expand into something much bigger now. And that, that guy's, you know, pretty enlightened compared to Uh, when he was doing movies like dumb and dumber. Just you look, he's, his whole being is different. He has transformed himself. uh, You look at that guy now. He has transformed himself. Here is a clip from, uh, I'm doing some news here, people. We're going to squeeze it in amongst the knowledge Brian is spewing over there. Uh, CP24, Toronto's breaking news. They had a segment on uh, master dating. You know what master dating is? Leroy Jenkins. Separated by one letter. Master dating. Give, Give a shot of what master dating is. You take the D and you replace that with a B. What do you got? Master baiting. That's, yeah, you know what that is all yeah. about. Master dating. Let me think. Uh, I'm not sure, man. All right. They explain it right in the news clip. Here we go. Here we go. There's something to this, right? Have you ever tried this? Have you ever tried to master dating? Oh, gosh. Oh, they had a little trouble doing it. They had a little mm. trouble doing it on set, like talking about it on set because oh, it's, it's so a close. girl It's a girl asking a guy, had he ever tried master dating? Right. And the guy's like, oh, all right. <laughs> That's pretty Why funny. are we so immature? Have you ever? I mean, this is the story. You know, I got to say, though, I, you know, I think there's something to this, right? I, have you ever tried this? Have you ever tried to master date? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Why are we so immature? Have you ever? I mean, this is the story. Have you? You know that I have because I talk about this all the time. <laughs> this is the news, by the way, mm-hmm. in 2018. <laughs> We're talking about master dating. Like, it's so stupid. <laughs> because you're single? Maybe we should all really should so transform. You- <laughs> yeah. Because this is getting ridiculous. So what is it? Huh? Are they going to get to yeah, it? Yeah, they'll get to it. And you, no. would, you would be more likely to master date than anybody else because you're on your own a lot. 
you would go out to a, a restaurant by yourself. It's going out and taking yourself out for a date. That's what master dating is. Really? Like masturbating is that you're you're fucking yourself. <laughs> master dating is that you're, you're taking yourself out for a little fucking mm. romantic evening. Gotcha. I live alone, and sometimes you need to master date. Yeah, no, no shit, buddy. <laughs> You gotta get the fuck. You gotta get it. You gotta go. You know. You gotta. You gotta transform those thoughts into sleep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Transformation is the theme today, people, on the Lunatic Radio Show. Right. Brian's like, hey, we're all lunatics. <laughs> what do we know? Yeah. This is the perfect title of a show. You should be on. You right? know what I mean? I mean, you almost have to be a lunatic to believe some of this stuff. The world <laughs> will tell you you're a lunatic if you believe some of this stuff. If you told me 20 years ago there would be actually a thing called master dating. <laughs> Be like, what? what are you there about? isn't a thing. That's not a thing. It's just, it's a punchline. Don't you think? Yeah, it's they, play on words. They, they the, just hmm. made that up in the news. Uh, the Las Vegas shooting was, uh, you know, the shooting that happened in Las Vegas? Right. A guy, uh, you know, popped out the window of the Mandalay Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, that uh, that investigation is closed. Yeah, they have no reason why. Without the reason of uh, finding any motive. <laughs> So that's good. You know, that's that's another idiocracy fucking goddamn bullshit shit. That's crap. How do you... The guy pops out a window of a fucking casino and shoots like 300 people. Mm-hmm. How does he not... How do you not find a motive in that? And he was wealthy too. He's like yeah. a millionaire. Yeah. And he like... He brought in like 80 guns. I'm pretty sure it had to do with the societal influences, right? What is that? Is that some sort of Illuminati fucking distraction bullshit? What is that, Brian? Brian Zombie. What is that? Explain the Las Vegas shooting and there being no motive. I don't get it. I think there are some things that happen that don't can't be explained. Sometimes people do stuff just for the purpose of complete chaos, just for no reason, just to vent out some weird anger that they have. I'm not saying that's what that was, but people do that. Was, you know, they just they just feel like they want to explode inside. Was he because no one's listening to him, no one's paying attention to him. They're trying and they're trying, they failed, and so they blow up. Right, but you on know, but that's on part the of what happens. But on the like the Illuminati ish type thing, do you think that Las Vegas shooting and them the police organizations not finding any motive to him or to why he possibly wanted to shoot all these people? Do you think that's just some sort of Oh, like a cover-up, like yeah. he really did. But right, like some sort of conspiracy type thing. I think that's stretching pretty far to try to link that, but like it I, could. Who knows? I, I always, mean. I always think. Um, you never know, like when Trump met with Kim Jong Un in fucking over there by North Korea, and they had that like little meeting. That meeting happened on the exact day when net neutrality was uh, abolished, <laughs> meaning. A net neutrality was abolished. That that gave the power or the right for all these big uh, bandwidth, these cable companies, these uh, uh, the TV networks to or people that provide streaming uh, to harness it and control it, control the internet. It gave power to big companies to control the internet. Basically, that's what it did. Yet on the day that 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 went through. Trump was over meeting with Kim Jong Un, and, and all the news networks were paying attention to that, and not paying attention to that to the fact that the internet is no longer free, starting today. <laughs> when Trump is meeting with Kim Jong Un, the media doesn't. That's cover- happened today, like today. Tom? No, no, like back in back when back when the day Trump met Kim Jong Un for that fucking okay. meeting over there in Singapore, or whatever the hell it was. That day, 
uh, net neutrality was uh, abolished. They got rid of it, meaning it gave power to these cable providers and companies to harness and throttle down bandwidth or control of the internet, pretty much. Or even what is allow- what is searchable on their searchable on their you know network. It basically, edit it. It gave it gave ultimate power to big companies. That's what it did right. over the internet. I. Th- I think the Illuminati will try to gain control over everything. Fuck yeah. The internet, yeah. money, oil. Right. Where you live, where you don't live. And, you know, Air. to bring it back to the alien thing, there's something that, and I don't even know if they call themselves the Illuminati anymore, but there are groups of people who meet together and who have an agenda, a mm. worldwide agenda to take over the world. And here's how aliens come into play with it. See, if, if you have uh, alien technology and you've reverse engineered it and you have spaceships of your own. Okay, we're talking underground, government, corporate affiliated people that have spacecraft. I'm talking interstellar spacecraft, not just fly around in the sky and look like an ET craft. Craft that actually can leave the solar system and they have energy systems on them, all this stuff. So if they have a bunch of these, they can stage an alien invasion and make it look like extraterrestrial beings are coming to harm us hmm. when really it's just man-made, you know, operation set up to take over the world. Cause if they can unite the whole world in a cause to go against the aliens, now they control all of us. That is the, the biggest secret of all secrets that this group is trying to conspire on. And it sounds absolutely crazy and it is absolutely crazy, but there's people trying to do that and they have an agenda to do it. And you know, they're going to try to roll it out. And the more people disclose it, it's it's we're going to bring it about quicker in a sense, but I think the hope of the the people really leading this project is to get the word out there so we're not fooled by it, so we don't see this alien invasion and think, oh, this is really aliens trying to attack us, because they would have already done that if they wanted to do that. But there's going to be a man-made alien attack, and they're going to try to use it to take over the world. Robots, AI, well, artificial AI? intelligence that looks like little alien beings will come out of these ships, and you'll think it's an alien, and it's not. Hmm. It's a little biological, artificial intelligence type of device that looks like an alien being. And they'll be behind the scenes. These people will be behind the scenes controlling all this and making it look like extraterrestrials are evil and they're here to hurt us. And they might even fire off some of these weapons and hurt people to make it look like extraterrestrials are doing it. You know, that that is the big the biggest of all conspiracy theories and if you look at movies like men in black yeah and and you start to think okay was that just a movie or was that a rollout of a programming to desensitize us and to make us think aliens are evil my if first girlfriend media campaigns they roll out little bits here little bits more i went to that movie premiere men in black it's pretty cool uh all right i got more news i gotta do more news let's get okay. back to the news uh i gotta get this out of the way we gotta press this so i get some news theme going here there we go news back to the news everybody uh man behind uh 3d printed gun shrugs off bad things that could happen meaning there's a guy who's head of a group who wants to uh post online the blueprints to how to three 3D print a gun. Yeah, it's like a gun stop. It's like a part of a gun. Right. You know? uh, the head of the Texas group who wants to distribute blueprints online for 3D printable guns that evade metal detectors or untraceable downplayed security concerns over the weapons, saying that they are there are social costs for uploading the right to bear arms. 
Here, uh, here's the guy on one of the Sunday news. Fucking, this is the head of the group. You'll hear him. He's kind of like a little douche. The fact is, Cody, there are Cody real world consequences here. What if somebody takes your information, makes a gun, and then goes out and kills someone, potentially, God forbid, kills a member of your family? Would there be, do you bear any responsibility? Do you, would you feel any remorse? So I credit the question as like an honest question. I, I credit your question as good faith, right? But I literally believe in the Second Amendment to the point of that it's all right and it should be expected that there will be social costs for protecting a right like this. Why is the people's right to keep and bear arms on the Bill of Rights? Why is it even protected? Because we know that there are downsides and that there are consequences to allowing free people to, to own the means of self-defense. I mean, of Yeah, that's, this guy's a little fucking deep, huh? A little deep in the old uh, gun rights? What do you think? I think he chose his transformational path, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, maybe he's completely locked into having a belief, but it's, it's like rights. misguided. It's gun rights. Misguided. Like, oh, fucking guns, 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 guns. You know, fuck it. My, my mom will get shot, but at least we got my gun rights. Plastic <laughs> guns. Yeah. Fucking asshole. I don't know. So what do you, people, like what do you, what every, do you, what do you think there, uh, Brian Zombie? <laughs> Everything in uh, moderation, right? Even fucking uh, plastic, undetectable guns. Yeah. My well, question you know, to you: he's, th This guy is is kind of trying to put it to this kid, like, "Hey, look what you're doing, making this gun." Well, are we still saying that to Remington? Are we still saying that to Colt? Are we still saying that to Glock? They're making real, you know, metal guns. Mm. What's the difference? The metal gun, plastic gun. But yet, well, I this one, this one can invade. Agenda, they'll use an example like that of this kid doing that to push their agenda, no matter what the situation is. By the way, so, uh, so, in, so in, in, in related news, the NRA is uh, complaining that it's going broke. Yeah, yeah I heard that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because they're getting sued by New York State. So, Brian, you're a gun rights advocate, uh, Second Amendment, all that. You're good with that. I don't. You don't need to disclose it on the air if you don't want to. But that's what oh, I was no, gathering I, from that. I mean, I don't own a gun personally. Oh, it was just I've I've shot. I was in the army. I shot fifty caliber machine guns. I've shot, you know, a two hundred three grenade launcher. I've shot M sixteen. I've shot M four. I've shot M nine. I've done a lot of shooting throughout my life. You I enjoy what, target shooting. You know what? You but, know what Brian's you know, weapon is? His thoughts. Uh, the <laughs> mind. Yeah. But, you know, at a, at a certain point, I, I think people should be able to protect themselves and feel protected. You know, most people that own guns never shot them at someone, but they still feel protected just having it around. And so there's a lot of things we do to protect ourselves that uh, might not be the most sensible. But, but I don't feel the need for a gun. If someone mm. wants to take me out, you know, I know who my creator is. I know where I'm going after this life. Take me out, whatever. Cody, I'm not uh, going to live in fear. Cody went on to say that there are downsides and consequences consequences to allowing people the means to protect themselves. So this guy's just going to fucking... He, he's, he wants to uh, post the blueprint to for people... No, it's already been out there. It already is out there? It was out there, and then they, they had to pull it back, I think. Oh, yeah, they write... Well, the right. idea is out there. Anyone can can create a 3D model and print it, you know, just because mm -hmm. his design is not out there. The idea has been put out there now. The controversy. People. Yeah. The I controversy over last week at work. This isn't, yeah. you know, a lot of people are going to be talking about this, right? The mm -hmm. controversy over the 3D printed guns erupted last week after it was revealed that the State Department and Justi Justice Department had settled a five-year-old lawsuit with Wilson, Cody Wilson, uh, that would allow him to begin posting the plans August 1st. So I guess he... Was gonna post them August first, which is what four days ago. So there you go. That's that news, everybody. 
<laughs> what else you got? Uh, I got Johnny Menzel. You know who Johnny Menzel is there, Brian Zombie? Uh, no. Johnny, Johnny Man- Manziel. He is a quarterback from uh, the Texas Texas A&M, and he was a highly touted Heisman Trophy winner. Drafted by the okay. Browns. Drafted by the Browns into the NFL, and then he's just like, you know what? Start, I want. Start. I want to. I want to do a little of that transform transformation. I want to do a little bit of that Molly. Yeah. You know, I want to. Was he doing Molly? <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Really, all I know is that he was doing drugs or, or like smoking a lot of weed, and then going to Coachella, and and apparently he he you know he he didn't want to. He didn't want to play football anymore. He transformed into Canadian football league. Yeah, and then, so, you know, he, he fell out of football for a while, and uh, he he got arrested a few times, I believe. And that's, that's, uh, It sounds kind of like the guy that, that transformed to gaming from dating a super hot bikini model or, or weather girl, <laughs> right. and he transformed himself into a gamer. Right, Douglas Martin. Time. Douglas Martin. That takes, that takes some dedication right there. Uh, anyway, Johnny Menzel... Uh, Actually, was picked up by a Canadian football team, uh, uh, the Ar- Arbonauts or whatever. The Ar- Argonauts. Argonauts, whatever. Yeah. He made his first start for the Argonauts at quarterback, and this is how it sounded, everybody. And here's Johnny. Pressure on right away. And he's picked off right away. His first pass is intercepted. That's not the start Johnny wanted, to say the least. Justin Tan from near his 50. Here's the blitz. Manzel escapes and escapes again. Johnny tossing it out, and it's picked off. Johnny Manziel's debut not going anywhere near the plan. And Manziel goes deep, and it's picked. Manziel retreats, and it's picked again. His fourth <laughs> interception. Looks like there you go, Danny. I got a comment about that. Go thing. ahead, go ahead. He's 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 kind of, you know, went to the pinnacle of the NFL, right? Mm. Now he's starting back at the Canadian Football yes. League. You might as well throw four picks, right? Right. Because the only way to go from there is up. Right. You got to start at the bottom to make the transformation to where you want to go. Does that sound good? Right. Maybe Johnny... You know, Man- I'd, I'd be curious why he did it. Like, what are his words? Why Has anyone asked him why he did that? Why he threw four picks? I think because he sucks. Yeah, why he made that change from NFL to... Oh, because he... What's was, his story? They, uh, they got rid of him. Because he was drinking and boozing and getting, you well, know. Okay, so. but, but, but yeah, you, 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 uh, not the team. What in Johnny's mind led him to go, you know what? I don't want to really play. Qu- I want to focus on my career. Uh, I want to yeah. focus on uh, his lifestyle. Carousing and, 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 yeah. and, and being a, you know, getting a the broads wo- and a doing woman, drugs. A womanizer. The nightlife. Yeah, he was out there partying. He was misguided. He allowed himself to get distracted from his goal. Right. I don't know if he had a maybe, goal. Maybe his goal at that moment, though, was to get pussy. Maybe he had pure right. talent. He had talent that got him there, and he never really had a goal. So getting to the NFL wasn't really a goal. It was mm. all about getting money so he could, uh, you know, continue his lifestyle of uh, debauchery. Right. Did we ever do the story <laughs> of uh, the two Georgia police people? Who used the Flipcoin app? Yeah, we did that. We did that one? Two weeks ago. Fuck that story. Well, those people were fired, by the way. Really? Those two ladies were fired. Oh, that's a shame. I don't know if you heard that story there, Brian Zombie, but uh, two officers pulled over a lady who was speeding, and they went, uh, you know, they they questioned her why she was speeding this and that and the other thing, and the lady was just, like, late. She had to get somewhere. They The two police officers uh, returned to their squad car. One of them took out their phone and, and, and... and brought up the flip coin app and flipped the coin basically on their phone to whether or not they were going to arrest her or not. 
Oh man, that's sad. <laughs> and, and, they, and he came up to where they weren't going to arrest her. See, but they arrested that her. Up they arrested her anyway. Kind of sensitive with me is you get these people in a position of power where they have an effect on a, another person's life, mm. Mm. and then they just nonchalantly just make decisions and not care. And and people got to suffer those results. You're talking about fines. You're talking about this could be, you know, a single parent that doesn't have much money, or now someone has to go in and work overtime. It changes things when people make those decisions, and they just they do it out of fun and don't realize. And and I'm not just talking about just this situation. There's a lot of people in public positions that are have been given power to a certain extent, and they misuse it. Well, karma and, works, and that's just wrong. You believe in karma, I'm sure, right? Absolutely. Because, you know, obviously she got pulled over for, for ex- excessive. It was a felony speeding ticket, I believe. Anyway, she ended up, I mean, they ended up getting fired to police officers. Mm. She ended up getting her case dropped. So it's like it never happened except for the cops got fired. Yeah. Well, don't, don't you believe, though, that within this society today that we live in and, and, and the social media and how people jump on the bandwagon of wanting to see people fail and and uh, suffer consequences that people need to maybe uh, use it as a teachable moment and uh, and kind of uh, not by firing them, right? You expose them. But I don't know if the people need to just be um, publicly stoned or, or or thrown thrown out, yeah, they they messed up. Give them a second shot to maybe uh, not fuck up again. Like think about I know you're what you're saying too, Brian, is that they're in a position of like uh, making deci- life decisions for people. But I also think that um, I was telling Kieran this too. They're in a position where their day is pretty mundane, I would imagine. There's probably a lot of fun parts about it, but you probably have to make that job as fun as, for yourself as, as you can. Mm. Because you're dealing with a lot of, like, you know, um, bad parts of society or, or stuff that happens that you don't really, you know, they chose to do that job. I understand that. But, you know, you're, you're having experiences in life that probably are pretty monotonous. It's like you're babysitting, I would imagine, all the time, too. You're dealing with a lot of, like, immature stuff. So when you're in there with your coworker in the background, you're not – she might not have really meant, okay, if, if this is lands on heads, we're going to arrest them. She might have just said, you know, as a joke to her partner, you know what I mean? Heads or tails, you know? Maybe. For sure. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't. I think it's it's obviously know. probably but not the best. Uh, you know, it goes back to just being conscious, being alert whenever you're making a decision. Who is this affecting? What is this affecting by this choice I'm making? And whether it's what you go to eat, or how often you exercise, or however you decide to live your life, you know, your choices affect people, not just you. And and when you're conscious about that, and you you know, do it in a way to improve things, then that'll be the effect. They're, de- they're dealing with people on a daily basis that are not making decisions consciously about their choices and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. uh, two more things in the news, everybody. France bans smartphones and tablets from schools, so no students can bring their smartphone or their tablet to school, which is a great thing. They have to actually leave them home. Yeah. What do you think? That should happen in the United States. No, from kids ages from five to fifteen can't bring yeah. 
AR-15s are okay. Yeah, but no smartphones or tablets. Right. Guns, okay. Yeah. No tablets or phones. Right. Uh, and That's where I'm standing on that. Finally, I don't know why I wrote this down, <laughs> but Iggy Azalea poses nude to promote new music, which is where we're at with female pop stars. They have to get naked for us to pay attention to them and possibly, on a whim, listen to whatever song they created. That's where we are with this fucking pop star bullshit. So that's where, that's it. That's all I got for the news, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. That Iggy Azalea thing really annoys me because, I don't know why, because she's not even that, like, like, uh, famous of a pop star. But she totally is just being like, here's my titties, here's my ass. I hope this grabs enough attention from you so that you might possibly go listen to my music and maybe a download or two will happen from that. You know what? Here's my take on this whole shit. Not like, here's my talent. Here's my rapping ability. Here's my personality. Come pay attention to that. No, it's here's my tits. Here's my ass. There's a lot of... Maybe you'll like my music. <laughs> There's a lot of parallels, dude, to this show. Uh. Our show and that caller that we had originally. Uh, the guy that says fuck ourselves all the time? Yeah, like he came on mm. very mature. He yeah. almost like transitioned mm. and then it went back down, right? Right. So this show is the same way. It was doing, we, we, we were immature in the beginning. We right. started talking about some crazy, you know, <laughs> crazy stuff. Shit. And then all of a sudden now we're back to titties and ass. Yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta come full circle. <laughs> yeah, we gotta take it in baby steps, right? You gotta, you gotta come full circle in the transformation. Full cycle. Yeah. Um, yeah, this has been uh this has been a long show. This is like back in the old days when Rock and I used to do the uh, radio show. We did three hour benders doing radio. This is like an old this has been forever this show. But it was very fun. I, I had a lot of fun on this show and let, let me say something real quick. All right. So, you know, we we kind of brushed over some pretty big subjects, but we really didn't go into detail and you know, if you're open to it, I can present a step by step way of transformation that We're, can be practiced. And look at and we can go into more detail of that next time if you guys are up for it. Absolutely. We'll do that step by step. Let's break it down to like 10 steps. Seven the steps. 10-step program. 10-step program to transformation. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Brian Zombie. For uh, Now it's Brian Zombie. That's your freaking... <laughs> thank you for having me. Brian Zombie, everybody. Uh, Leroy Jenkins. Thank you to Leroy Jenkins. Let's all wave to Rock back in New York who's not here. He's probably like listening to the show going... He's, he's not listening to the show. No, he's a uh, uh, changing a diaper. Follow probably. us on Instagram at Lunatic Radio, on Twitter at Lunatic Radio. Uh, subscribe to the show on YouTube. Just search the Lunatic Radio Show, two words. Uh, and friend us on Facebook. Do all that shit, people. Donate to the LunaticRadio.com show by li- logging on to our website, which Rock- Rocket made a couple updates to. Uh, log on to our website, LunaticRadio.com. Click the donate button. Uh, you know, just donate whatever you want. Five dollars, ten dollars, two dollars, whatever. All right. Okay, whatever. Be kind. Help us out. All right. We'll talk to you people later. See you next week. Thank you to Brian Zombie for being on the radio program. Final word, Brian Zombie. Go ahead. Peace be with you, <laughs> motherfucker. Kieran and Rock. LunaticRadio.com.